Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all a brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 140 of Beer and Other Street Podcast. This afternoon, we are in glorious Hamilton, Ontario at Grain and Grid with Joe and Lindsay, co-owners. Guys, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. Well, yeah. Pleasure. Great to have you. Great to be here. Great to meet you guys. <laughs> We're going to drink some lactose today. Yeah, lots yeah, of lactose. Lots of lactose. <laughs> We're going to start with that. <laughs> We're going to piss some people off. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right we are. That's why we came here. <laughs> Um, so today's a nice Saturday afternoon. Uh, we're doing it upstairs. The pub itself is rammed. It's a nice busy day. Yep. Great vibes out there. Intermittent weather, but that's Canada yeah. in uh, late May for you. Yeah, I had a little little thunderstorm. Yeah. Now I think <laughs> Multiple it's, ones. it's yeah, sunny again. <laughs> from what I can tell, it's yeah. looking pretty oh, no, sunny. That's okay. okay. We got the branding right there. Yeah, there we um, so we'll start with the just to discuss the first beer, then we'll get into your beer story. So sure. you have a wonderful clear beverage there. So yes. That, that's the Intel, that's the, the long, the marathon drink. <laughs> yes, it is. Beautiful. Uh, what do you got, man? I'm doing the In the Palms IPA. Does that have any specific ingredient we should mention? Um, so a couple of adjuncts in there. We got yeah. the, the lactose. Lactose, hey. Oh. <laughs> lactose, uh, mango and pineapple in as well. Uh, really? Heavy nice. oats in this one too. So we're going for a lot of body, a lot of creaminess. Fantastic. Yeah. Actually, like use the aseptic puree or is that like? A- yes, we do. So we use the, the, the pineapple as a concentrate and then we use puree for the mango. Amazing. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. And what do I got here? The first one. What's your uh, Dog Days Sour IPA? Yeah. yeah. You know, lactose no lactose. No lactose. lactose. You know what? You got to have one to start with. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah. I love it. Nice and hazy. What's, is there, is it fruited at all? It is. So it's a fruited yeah. sour uh, and then an IPA. So we went very light on the bitterness of it. Lots of dry hopping. So it's always sour IPA. Yeah. Sour IPA. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. just sour. So, okay, sick. Yeah, no. You're not going to get a lot of the bitters on the back end. Uh, mostly no. dry hopping from an IPA standpoint. Grapefruit. Uh, we got. Yeah, you're getting lots of grapefruit. That's uh, I think no that's grapefruit a, in it. No, that's yeah, a, no, I think oh, that's a balance of, of the the hops profile that we use, and then also the fruit. So mm. uh, there's raspberry, guava, and mango in it. Wow. Um, and then lots of dry hopping on it, uh, centennial mosaic, and that. Um, so I think that that the the tartness of the raspberry and the guava mixed with that mosaic, I think, kind of makes that kind of. Yeah. grapefruity tangy thing it's it, it's like gr- drinking grapefruit juice basically. yeah it really feels yeah. like that yeah. 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 I think it also kind of hot, hot grapefruit juice yeah. also it kind of looks like the pink grapefruit yeah. kind of like uh, yeah. you buy the Tropicana or whatever it's funny sometimes like when you mix fruits together and then they just create something totally fruit. different yeah. Yeah. yeah a whole other fruit yeah, yeah. raspberry guava and mango yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Ends up in grapefruit. Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought? Who knew? Mm-hmm. And then the hops, yeah. So fantastic, it's guys. A, Love it. <laughs> um, so let's get into your beer stories. Whoever would like to start, like, how did you get into craft beer? Sure. And then mm-hmm. we'll move into the brewery itself. Sure. Cool. You can tell. I guess that would be me. Because he, he was kind of like the catalyst for it. So Lunjo, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've just always been into craft beer. Even when I was in college, at like 22, I was drinking like Camerons and Steam Whistle and my friends right. would be like, what are you doing? What, yeah. what is that? Like, oh, and it was, like, Camerons had a nine pack and then Steam Whistle had that classic like rectangle case. Right. My friends would be like, you just want to buy that because it looks different. Like, like, oh, no, actually it tastes really good. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it started way back then and I've always just, I've always retained information about beer. 
So if I hear any stories about a brewery or the history of a certain style, it's just something weird. You know, I always retain that, right? Right. I have that a little bit with that with like music and classic rock, but but beer, I've always done that. And then started homebrewing it three and a half years ago and then fell in love with that and sharing with my friends Only and three co-workers. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was very way. fast. Like we had friends and Lindsay always push me on kind of this person who's like you know a nine to five job and i'm kind of like can just like follow that you know and like be complacent i guess right so Lindsay always like pushed me my friends that started homebrewing <laughs> friends that started homebrewing and uh i was like wow this is great stuff like you're doing this at home this is amazing um so i just went for it, bought all the equipment went straight into all grain brewing and right it was no extract at all Nope. nope. Yeah, just went wow. right for it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and it was just fun. I was sharing with my friends, and I had like four people that I would give six packs to, uh, three different beers, right. and then they would tell me what they liked, and I would kind of tweak those recipes and kind of make them better. And then coworkers, same thing. Just like bringing beer in all the time with my coworkers. And, you meet everybody very happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. be the best colleague of all time. Yeah. But we, you know, always since his since he's always had a love for beer, we always talked about having a brewery okay. because I was just like for years, years and years, for yeah. over 10 years. We've been together for 20, 23, 22, 22 or 23 Jeez. years. Yeah. And we've been married for 13. So oh, yeah. That's so, but so for, the, for, for a lot of those years, we've yeah. talked about having a brewery just right. because he loved beer so much and I loved uh, the service industry and design. And I thought we thought it could be like a really good sort of marriage of our, of all of our skill sets. Yeah. Fantastic. So I, we'd, we'd kind of been like, talking about it very casually always thought we could never do it just because of the, the financial side we right, just always it's not cheap, it's not cheap yeah. and we just see all these huge breweries and thought like oh we have to do it that way and mm. it's way too expensive and we need all these investors and it just seemed really overwhelming yeah. but then once he started home brewing like again three and a half years ago i was just like so do you now do you want to start a brewery and he was like kind of and yeah. i'm like okay so how could we make this work and then right. we just he started researching the all the equipment and the costs and i started like looking at design and like just you know making logos yeah we should call it this and yeah anyways and then he just like he was on board finally yeah. after all this <laughs> kind of like yeah. it was nudging and nudging yeah, I nudged yeah. A lot. it was still kind of a dream and kind of like a you felt like it wasn't even like yeah in the beginning when we first started doing it and she just saw the passion as soon as I started homebrewing oh it was crazy I was doing yeah. it like two times a week so I was making like 30 way too much beer 30 liters of beer <laughs> a week just like giving it away to people and so she just saw the passion as soon as I started doing it and how much I enjoyed it um, and then it was it was kind of a very slow organic process right yeah, like, it was. I was like okay this is really fun I'm really enjoying this I'm making good beer um, we've always talked about this so I started oh, how much does this equipment actually cost yeah and then you know finding out that number and researching that a little bit deeper and then okay what's the next step so uh, it was kind of like an organic slow process yeah over a couple years yeah over yeah. probably okay. like a year and a half for yeah. sure um, before a year and a half where it got kind of more serious, yeah. right? Right. Where it's like, like, okay, oh. maybe we can achieve this and now I'm going to like go to the bank and talk to them and... Yeah. 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 And then why Hamilton? You guys from here? We so yeah. we moved to Dundas, um, which is just the a little, one over, just right? five minutes no. away. Yeah, it's part of the city of Hamilton. Okay. And um, we moved here eight years ago, yeah. and we just fell in love with Hamilton and Dundas. Yeah. Like we love this area. Where and were you we guys knew, from? Originally? We were from well, we we're from Burford, which is forty-five minutes west of here. What's called Burford? I've never heard of it. <laughs> Nobody has. <laughs> Nobody has. It's a really small town. We're okay. from, like we're both from this town. We met in high school. Right. So we, um, you know, two thousand people in, the t- in Burford. Oh, okay. It's near. Brantford. Have you heard of Brantford? I've heard of Brantford. Yeah, yeah. Because I know someone from there, but I don't. Yeah. I've never been. Yeah, it's a small town, so I'm not surprised you haven't heard of it. 
Um, but then we lived in Burlington for quite a while downtown, mm-hmm. and we always love like the downtown vibe where we can like walk to things yeah. and have like there's some you don't have to get in the car all the time. Yeah. So yeah. So hi, Allison. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so then we just we thought you know this would be the perfect place to have a business because yeah. we love we love the city right. and we could feel this like energy in Hamilton of all these entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. No. And, well, the, yeah, and it was already changing before we got here, but then just right. it just the, the growth and yeah. the, the just I feel like there was like this entrepreneurial spirit that's here mm-hmm. that people were moving here to start businesses and. Do you and, think that was like an overflow from the absurd? Uh, costs in Toronto. Oh, it totally has something yeah. to do with it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Which is a good, good thing, right? Wherever yeah. it comes from, as yeah. long as the money's, I guess, staying local. Yeah, I think it's. Not, I think, think it's a good thing. I know yeah. there's like a lot of debate about that, but like, I yeah. mean, I, I guess feel probably, like, probably some of it is going back there or elsewhere. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Sure. I'm not sure. I, I feel like the people who live in Hamilton, who've always lived in Hamilton, some of them may have a problem with all the people coming in. But I mean, it makes it. it I feel like it makes it such a cool place to live when there's all these great restaurants yeah. and you know and coffee shops and places places to go and things to do right? right so i feel like it's a good thing but yeah. but we are also transplants too so right i, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> ask a local yeah yeah ask local, <laughs> ask local what they think but we like it so okay, we're part of it so yeah it's no. perfect and where did the yeah you just mentioned with the logos where did the name come from yeah we had mm. a bunch of different names we, we really wanted to find a building before we decided on a name because okay. we really felt like the location, like the neighborhood, and then the building itself could really sort of change, uh, change the, the yeah. vibe or like you know right. what, the direction we wanted to go with the name. Okay. So, mm. so when we were thinking about all the all the all the things that it took to start a brewery, right? Like it takes all kinds of like it takes persistence and it takes like you have to research and it just takes all these things. But we thought, you know, of course, to make a beer, you need grains and then you need grit because you have to like basically we were like dragged through the coals like the whole time you know and there's ups and downs and highs Mm -hmm. and lows and if we could have quit any time you know uh like we probably should have quit a few times (laughs) we were like oh my goodness it was crazy yeah so yeah it was like an emotional roller coaster but like trying to find a building and yeah yeah. yeah. i always say like what does it take to start your own business yeah and what does it take to make beer yeah and that's for me really where the name comes from yeah so grain and grit right so that's cool and i actually had never thought about the whole process of dealing with the city being like the grit part too because right? <laughs> like making beer like just like the process of making it is is, is tough enough right yeah and, yeah and it's just like it's, it's like a slow love. labor of love and and just like running your own business starting your own business but yeah dealing with uh any municipal can sometimes be pretty tough and yeah and the city of hamilton is kind of known for being a little bit harder to work with than other we cities so. trash out the city of hamilton yes we should, <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> just kidding um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there were, were times where it's like it took months longer than it really should have yeah and for for no reason at all there was no like really big roadblocks or anything but just like it's it's time and it's waiting and yeah um, yeah and there's times where like you know if you weren't a patient person you get pretty you give up pretty easily yeah, yeah. For sure. in the process I'm not surprised. Yeah, I guess that's something that a lot of people don't expect when they think about like yeah. so owning a brewery, or opening a brewery is such like this sort of dream that a lot of people seem to have. Yeah, they do. Because you don't think about that side. Like, of course, it was like, well, clearly the, the equipment costs a ton and blah, 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 and the, plum, you know, the plumbing and all this, the setting it up. But yeah. it's the bureaucracy that's the real yeah. leader. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I think that's, like, that's uh, Joe's so good at 
kind of navigating through that kind of stuff, which is was so helpful. For me, I just throw my hands up and yeah, I'm like, like I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I'm good. But he like he dealt with the city, he dealt with the AGCO, like he did all that stuff. So yeah. he's a pro and I give him so much so much credit. That's yeah. where our skill sets are like it's really nice that we each have our own unique skill sets right. that really complement each other. And it's, that's how this works because right. yeah, otherwise, yeah. like yeah, if we were trying to do the same job, like it just wouldn't work. Right. I'm like yeah. a black and white logical yeah. person, right? It's, it's like it's like there's yeah. there's no gray areas here. It's like the answer is yes or no kind of thing, right? So with the city, um, I became super versed in all the bylaws and the zones, and then when it came to the AGCO, I read like all the laws and everything, right? So. Yeah. Um, you need that. You need to understand before you get into buying a building or leasing a building or doing anything, you need to understand, can I even do this? And that's what a lot of people I don't think recognize up front. You can't just buy a building and do anything in the building that you want to, right? Right. So that was a big part of the, the beginning process and, and research and yeah. base stuff, right? It was definitely uh, Whereas Lindsay is more like the dreamer and like... <laughs> Um, the right brain creative. Yeah, think, exactly, yeah. right? Where I'm like, why can't this happen now? <laughs> like, come on. The building's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We can do <laughs> this. Just like it's and not I'm like, well, no, we can't. Like, damn, you this, this, this. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's our background too because I'm yeah. engineering. That's my background is yeah. engineering yeah. and more engineer. like manufacturing and, and then Lizzie's more the arts side, right? Yeah. Like she's always a really good artist in high school and then got more into graphic arts and stuff. So she's got that left and I'm more the... No, right and left. Right, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's the opposite yeah. of what you think. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's actually... Do you know, I was going to actually... I did think the other way around. I don't know why. Usually just the brewers, like the older brewers I meet are all pretty yeah. like... I mean, there's a lot of logical people. That's probably not fair to paint them with one brush. But yeah. generally, yeah. it's an art and a science and the art side to make it creative. Like, why don't I put this in there type of thing? Yeah. Like, like everyone has a bit of both. But yeah. And I've seen it in other... There's very few, by the way, on this comment. It's really cool to see a, a couple that are, are work. And there's something just super cool about that and that the skill sets um, complement each other. I don't yeah. see it often. So yeah. it tends to, like, well, that feel was the exact words that I said. Oh, that. cool. You guys remind me of them a lot. Oh, yeah. But I think it was, I think that the, the um, Mandy, the wife, was the. Uh, no, no, she was a right brain. Sorry, left. Either way, though, it was just, I don't know, maybe I'm just trying to find some sort of thing but yeah, yeah. it's it's cool that the you know that it's the opposite of what one would, would imagine yeah for sure very yeah. Cool. but I think with Joe like he does have creativity because he's mm-hmm. like he he uh, plays guitar so he's a musician and he also um, was, is really good at cooking Okay, like so really good at cooking yeah. yeah so I mean like he would just I would I and, and it's funny because it's probably the opposite I'm more pragmatic when it comes to cooking because I need a recipe but hmm. and I can't get creative with food right. but Joe can come in the kitchen and I, like, I say to him Joe there's nothing in the fridge like there's no way yeah there's no way he's like step aside I got this go sit down and have a beer and then he just like whips up so, an amazing that's meal with like literally nothing no ingredients so I don't know how he does it but I like that yeah. though that separation yeah. of like the it's just like it's a whole other probably out of scope conversation yeah. it's so yeah. fascinating that it's like like such the way people relate to the each side of the brain maybe they have a dominant side but you still yeah. got the other one and that yeah. benefits in multiple I don't know it's very yeah, cool yeah it is really yeah. interesting yeah there's sure. certain yeah. like aspects or interests that might like spark that side right yeah, yeah but then you're, you're, yeah. You're, you may be more of like the logical kind of personality but then there's certain things that spark that the other the, the creativity side right yeah, right. yeah. So, yeah. that's true and brewing is that for you for yeah. sure and, and we that's also the cooking too right yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, so I think I've, I've said this to people on tours that we have here is I think that any good cook or chef could become a good brewer and vice versa hmm. so if you're a brewer and you really don't 
like cooking or don't think you're good at it, I, I think that you could be. Because it's like, it's all about balancing flavors. It's about using interesting ingredients and balancing those flavors. And so I think that they work really hand in hand with each other. And we ha- we did hire a brewmaster, Alex, and he's also a really good cook, but he's, okay. um, but he is a chemist and a, he took a chemistry degree and a biology degree. So he's, he's it's similar. He's, he and Joe are quite similar actually. Yeah. So yeah. That's sick. Yeah. I find that the brewers that have that sort of like the biochemist or whatever, like yeah. you just mentioned, yeah. that type of stuff have a generally a little more of this like small things in the beer that they're able to do that like without that knowledge like because you just they know that this molecule will affect yeah you, this yeah. will affect He's that very whereas, technical now yeah it's kind yeah. of crazy it's like way too much yeah like, even, but, he like, like peeks cool. out on that stuff and yeah. i love it yeah i love to see yeah. that you know it's like sick. yeah it's really cool and like just like joe geeks out on i don't know like mechanical engineering stuff like i'm just like when he talks about yeah. like pneumatics and all this stuff i'm like what yeah. are you what <laughs> <laughs> my eyes glaze over. over and i'm just like <laughs> sure, I'm, I'm out sorry that's like how he gets talk about social yeah. media yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're gonna get into white it. is white that's it there's, there's no, no there's no difference between cloud white and white <laughs> eggshell white yeah. no. whole other thing oh, how has it been moving in like the thing with breweries is that as we were sort of talking or you mentioned earlier about them being a space for, for you know people to it's a community hub really right yeah. and bringing yeah. people together how has it been from um, moving from sort of what you were doing to being like the, the faces, I guess, of a of a business that like brewer, the oh, people who own breweries generally become like oh, you're the owner. Like people yeah. really want to speak to you, you guys can a see lot. That like, for sure, yeah, yeah, right. Like it's yeah. A, it's a big deal that you know you're busy. They know you're busy. People really appreciate your time. Like how has it been sort of being moving into some sort of a whether you intended to or not, like a community face of yeah. sorts. Like has that been like a a yeah, cool little shift in yeah it's life. an interesting question I, I didn't really think about it I ever I obviously know that we're doing that and like we're taking on that role but I never really thought of it as a role you know, mm. you know yeah, it's I mean? an intentional yeah, side effect of uh, what you're doing yeah. yeah I don't stop and think about that no ever really like no. I yeah I think so, I think like it's a natural thing for us like yeah. we always love to host Party. Like I feel like oh, I'm you guys the, are those type uh, of folks well yeah we like to host yeah. dinner parties yeah. and stuff but you know what that's cool I always feel like when I'm here I'm hosting a party or like I like I always feel like I'm hosting like these people in my house you know and that's how Mm -hmm. I want I do want them to feel that way like I want our customers to feel like super comfortable that and that they come into our space and they feel welcomed and you know it's just like home you know so is that why like you guys are very dog and kid friendly yeah 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 so I mean is that part of yeah, part of that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The dog thing kind of happened in a weird, organic way. Like, in just like we posted something about these. We we're always dog friendly, but then we posted this uh, Instagram post of all the, this doggy daycare, and they were lined up in front of our building, mm-hmm. and there was like. T- 20 dogs or something and they were right. all sitting very like calmly in front of the building yeah. and it just went nuts like the, po- the post was like our yeah. probably our most uh, engaged yeah. posts that we've had so far That's and we it. were like okay so and then we like to listen to our audience right like people are like okay that we clearly were onto something with the dogs mm. yeah. and so and just like well if you think of Black Lab in Toronto like yes. look what they're doing like it's like it's incredible they're building their whole business on this dog friendly brewery thing and I think we have a little bit of that too we're not yeah. as like we're not you know our beers aren't named dog dog names <laughs> although our, we do have dog day beer now <laughs> but uh, but you know what I mean like it's it's a similar thing and we've right. kind of yeah. become the dog the dog friendly brewery in Hamilton so right. but it, you know it just sort of happened that's cool yeah. Organic. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it's organic and it's also like a little 
little bit of intentional stuff there too, right? So Lindsay's so involved in all of her social media stuff and she's looking at the stats, right? So she sees, you know, whenever we post a dog, our our engagement on that post is always higher, right? Yeah. So it's a little bit intentional there too. It's like, what what are people, like, why are people coming to Grand Grand? Why do people like us so much? And and, and how can we engage with the community even better? Yeah. Right? right? So And do more of those things that they're engaged, that they're so uh, into. Yeah, resonating. Yeah. Yeah. And with the kids, like, we have two kids. We have an eight-year-old and a Mm five-year-old and they're here all the time. So it's like, we want to make it comfortable for them yeah. and, and we know that when we go anywhere with our kids it's so nice when they cater to us a little bit you know like if you go somewhere and you just feel like not welcomed and you feel like your kids are just annoying everybody like it's just not it's you don't leave with a you know a good feeling and so we wanted to make sure that when you bring your kids here like we're gonna make sure that they're happy so that you're happy yeah right because i know what it's like taking my five-year-old who is a lovely child but also yes, cannot be sometimes yes. <laughs> and when i we take him somewhere and it's like he's having a fit over something like if someone brings over a juice box i want to kiss them you know right. so like I, I just think like just making it easier to come here with your kids yeah, yeah. like it's you know i think it's really important so is it is it, i guess it's probably few and far between the ones that are like or is it ever I, we don't have kids so i have no idea yeah. i never think about whenever i do see a kid in a group i'm like something that like yeah. like is in like it strikes me as not in a negative way but i'm just like oh there's a child here yeah like so is, is it more often than not like in most no it's places? so like, it's so normal yeah. i don't know for us it's so normal to have right. kids in here like families come in all the time and That's then, cool. yeah and we would bring so we would bring our kids to like so we go traveling and whenever we go um to a new city we like to check out the breweries if we're with our kids like we'll t- totally take them okay yeah and so mm-hmm. i mean it's not like we're doing it all day but we'll definitely try to hit a couple you know right. on our trip we don't make it about the breweries like if we're traveling alone we'll, go, yeah. we'll like <laughs> when we were in nashville we just went to like 10 breweries or no. something and then we'll, if we were with our kids we may have gone to two you know right. so but yeah i think it's, it's cool i like that it's just because yeah. you know you you got your kids doesn't mean you have to like not have fun right. <laughs> so, yeah but our yeah, but all of our kids all of our uh, customers like the, the families that come in they'll come in and they'll play like you know connect four together or uno or something and then right. the parents will have a beer the kids might have a bag of chips and a juice box because we give free juice boxes to kids oh, that's so nice. so yeah Very so smart. and it's like it's a family really outing like, you know yeah. like it's yeah. not like they're not here like pounding beers they're just having one beer <laughs> and like bringing their kids in and right yeah, it's good i like that actually because it's it's once again it comes back to the community hub right like yeah that's totally nice. you're actually ca- very much catering to that oh yeah 100 yeah, sure. yeah. yeah that's really cool yeah. um yeah. i like that a lot um the oh, actually just before we get into social media because mm-hmm. it's come up a few times i've been mm-hmm. itching to uh, get i know into you it. have <laughs> no, 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 yeah, we chatted about it for like half an hour beforehand so i'm keen so this is the uh milkshake ipa yeah max's big beer mm-hmm. we're super excited um, about this Yes, and this one just came out, right? Like it last did. week. Yeah, actually, yesterday yes, was the like kind of official, timing. official, unofficial yeah. uh, launch date. Okay. Um, so we made this beer last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Max's Big Beer because Max nice. is a, a nine-year-old boy who has Duchenne muscular dystrophy, and it is a degenerative disease. And his family is so amazing, and they raise money through this ride called Max's Big Ride. Okay. Um, and they raise money every year for for charity to uh, help find a cure for Duchenne. That's um, really cool. Yeah, so they approached us and asked us to make a beer with them um, just to get the word out about Duchenne. And they didn't even ask us to raise money. We, they just wanted to sort of raise awareness and raise awareness of their events that they have that, um, you know, their fundraisers 
for the charity. Right. And so we were like, yeah, of course, like they were amazing. And we really, we really got on board with, you know, helping them raise money too. So 50 cents from every can goes to um, Max's Big Ride. Right. Um, That's so sick. Yeah. And then uh, Max helped choose the flavors of the beer. Mm-hmm. I was about to ask. So yeah. where did that come from? So he like actual, so, he, he got to sort of select, select the peach. Like, well, yeah, we said like, we said to him, Max, what, what are your favorite things to eat? Mm-hmm. And we were so lucky that he didn't say like, you know, he did say salami. pickles. Oh, he said pickles. Yeah. Say, yeah. Like, <laughs> what we would be doing. <laughs> yeah, but he said vanilla ice cream, peaches, and peaches. And I was like, okay, well, hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> that and bing bing, that's that's a beer. Yeah. So yeah, so we thought uh, peach peach and vanilla milkshake IPA. Mm-hmm. And this year we've changed the recipe quite a bit. Last year we weren't as happy with it, so we wanted to do a lot of things to change it. Alex did an amazing job this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, we worked together on like deciding the big thing last year was a bit heavier. Yeah. Like okay. the body of it. And the milkshake IPAs can kind of have that, right? But it was a bit heavier. The bitterness on the back end was a little bit too much too, we thought. So uh, this year we kind of lightened the body a little bit, um, used a little bit less lactose in it for that. Um, and then took one of the grains out of it that was a bit um, more malt forward, I guess. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then we used candy this year, which was yeah, really cool. Saying, the actual featuring. <laughs> yeah, the featuring. So we that was kind of a fun Max. thing. Right? Yeah, he, he loved it because when he was here, he came to help us brew the beer and he put he the like, peaches in. Me? Oh, yeah. yeah, he, oh, yeah. He, like, he was His parents it. had to yeah. cut him off. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he like matches yeah. enough, bro. <laughs> yeah. So actually, he got to put it in? Yeah. 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 So, he helped us. Then last year he came too, and this year he came back and helped us again. So good on you. It's just fun. It's a fun beer. The thing I love about this beer is you can taste every single thing that's in it. Yeah, it's really So you get the the actual fresh peaches so we use uh, peach puree in it you get the candy like flavor of the peach too yes uh the vanilla comes out uh, yes, and then you get you get the, the lactose you know it's not super heavy body but you get that sweetness and you get that creaminess of the lactose which the vanilla and the lactose kind of play off each other too right definitely that's why i love this beer because um you get every single flavor we put into it yeah what did what did the peach rings do to the what did it change in the beer? I think we were talking before, it was a bit of tartness, maybe? Yeah, I think yeah. it's a little tart. A little yeah. like tartar, tangy. Um, so yeah, the, the sugars that are in candy are like pretty much 100% fermentable. So that makes yes. it a little like drier too. Okay. Um, but then also the one thing that we didn't think about until after we put the candy in was there's actually uh, gelatin in candy. Oh, yeah. And gelatin has been used for years. It's, it's not so prominent uh, in the industry today, and especially with crackers, but... Uh, for like loggers and pilsners, they used it to clear a beer out. Oh, that's so you, why it's so clear. Yeah, so you they would you put gelatin in it to actually clear that to, to collect all the proteins and stuff, and it no clears way. the beer out. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that. And we didn't think about it until after we put it in, and then like the same Alex and I kind of the the thought at the end of the day, we're like, there's <laughs> like, gelatin oh, no. in that. I hope this beer isn't like completely clear because it is a milkshake IPA too, right? Yeah. So you don't want it to be like super clear. Yeah. No. Uh, but it, but it also helps clear it out, right? Yeah, it's fine. It's a little bit. <laughs> and I, in another couple of weeks, it probably will clear out just as it. Right. Um, so lagers uh, come from lagering, and that's aging a beer over time. Um, so this beer is as it is in a keg, it's still kind of lagering. Right. So it will kind of clear out a little bit more. But, yeah. yeah. So get it sooner than later. Yeah. If you want the haze. 
Yeah, if you want the haze. If you're, yeah. if you're all, if, if, it but if, you're, if you're all about the haze, we've got other beers for you. Yeah. <laughs> so don't I think worry. you can see. So you're fine. See, yeah. Come for the lactose. Yeah, yeah. come for the lactose. <laughs> um, we're um, celebrating the launch of Max's Big Beer <laughs> next Sunday on June 2nd, and we're okay. gonna have um, a big parking lot party, like family friendly. It'll be like a cornhole tournament. Nice. Uh, just, yeah. just right there. Yeah, just just outside. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, we've got like a food pop up, and Max's Max and his family is gonna be here. We'll have like a big party. That's cool. And they leave for the big ride. Oh yeah, the big ride starts on the third yeah so on Monday. the Monday so this is right. on the Sunday uh, the next day they ride all the way from Hamilton to Ottawa over six days on, on a cargo bike so Max is in the front Max is nine his sister rides and his sister and, and she's like three or four and they're in the front of this cargo bike and Max's dad Andrew like all the way all the way from here kilometers. to Ottawa Jeez. yeah it's nuts like yeah and what's a cargo bike excuse my uh, oh yeah it's like um i think it's from england it's just got this like wood thing on the front like a regular push bike yeah and then it's got this big wood thing where like a a almost like a basket yeah Yeah, but it's really big right so enough to hold a couple humans yeah a couple humans (laughs) little humans basically Basically, it's a load of work (laughs) it's a lot of work that's a good workout yeah so they do the ride and they uh, raise money for for yeah and for him it's it's about the awareness right so people see him he's got the stickers all over the bike and stuff so people see yeah. him he creates a he creates riding a scene, 600 yeah, kilometers yeah. right so it's, it's just about raising awareness for right. the disease yeah. right and he stops at like um mp's offices and stuff on the way so yeah just, just say hey guys, some like, publicity and yeah. Yeah. yeah i was gonna say nice pr for that type yeah of yeah yeah for rare diseases and um they so basically the proceeds from the ride go to the gunning lab i think it's called and it's in, at the u of t and yeah. basically they're it's directly to that lab where they're working on a cure for Duchenne. So it's like not going to manage a big charity and you know, you don't know where your money's going. It's going directly to right to Jesse's journey. I think they actually created their own charity this year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's really good. We love being part of it. Yeah. Where did um, all of that sort of interest in the like? Because you've got multiple. Even when we were talking earlier, you're pointing to each sign. Okay, so that beer, so much from this beer goes to that and to that. Yeah, like, we've you had guys a few, are very, yeah. very seems aligned with um, you know community stuff and charity stuff. Where did yeah. that kind of come from? Was that from the same community thing that we we're talking about earlier, or is it sort of a different? Yeah, I think like for us to start our own business, there was part of it was so that we could give back. You know, like it's not like we have all this money that we can like donate, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But like, but it, but what what we can do, we want to do yeah. what we can do, right? Right We're now, and so hopefully, as our if you know if, if as our brewery grows, we can give back more. Right. That's the idea, right? So the so, more money you make, the more you can give. That's kind right. of my yeah. Well, I have a few really good friends who have that mentality, and I just like totally it resonates with me 100. percent So that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we want to make a difference in our community in any way we can. So, right. mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool. I like. I think it all makes sense. Um, so the social media stuff. We yes. were talking earlier. So for those who listen or watch along, like Tiff and I are in a social media agency, and we often use you guys as our like benchmark to like be like Grand and Great. That is online. very kind. <laughs> it's like, exceptional. That is really nice. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> uh, I just really think what you guys are doing and taking it serious is something that I always crap on about on here and yeah. really try and push that message that marketing is a part of running a business, like it or not. It yeah. is what it is. You you know like the we uh, if you brew it they'll come model for the most part isn't really a thing anymore. No, not with so many breweries. Like all these breweries many. that are opening like you can't you can't just like slink away in the background. It's like you have to be in people's view. Yes. So how do you get in people's view? Well, go where they're looking. Right. 
absolutely. And yeah. if people are on social media, yeah. the beer community in every like province, country, like region is, is very prominent now. It's starting to really grow. It is for Everybody's sure. Everybody's starting a beer account now. Yep. Um, where did like being that most breweries? And this is why I complain about it on here a lot. It's because I want breweries to begin to take it more seriously. But being that breweries typically don't, yeah. where did it come from for you guys to, to want to take social media serious enough to, you know, have photos of that level and and actually want like the fact that you even mentioned metrics yeah. sort of is we're just like whoa <laughs> like I knew y'all were serious but I didn't yeah. know like I was like this is not what we're used to discussing really? so, so this crazy. is like our little it's very exciting like, this is what yeah. we do for yeah. a living so yeah. it's like exciting so, to us like yeah. oh you're taking it you're seriously doing that? Like, uh, hell yeah like so you know we've been like, talking about yes where, yeah. where, where did that sort of come from for you guys to like at what point did you realize or did you come into this already knowing it was important yeah. like how did that work for we you? came in knowing yeah. Yeah. yeah you came <laughs> I came in knowing so, so I'm Let's a, be real. so I'm a designer uh, worked I've worked for um, like media companies and stuff I was okay. always the graphic designer and I did websites and stuff as well Same. but I like I'm just a sponge you know like all this stuff's going on around me all the marketing and everything and I'm part of it but I'm more implementing the design right so I already have that design background but then I, I had this really keen interest in marketing as well right. so I knew when we started our business like and I'm on Instagram I'm not like like you know any anyone it's plain as day anyone can see that you know it's it's a huge thing for people like yes. for market for marketers it's a daily thing you go on Instagram like 10 15 20 times a day you know yeah, like so actually, like yeah. I knew we had to be there like I yeah. knew we had to have a presence and I wanted also what I what we, I wanted for our brewery was to start the story from the ground up okay. because we had this unique you know opportunity yep. to be able to build a community from the very beginning right so Instagram was our platform and we just started posting and we started basically building our community from the day that we started building our brewery. So you documented the, the, the actual journey. breaking ground and all this stuff? Yeah, the so, whole yeah. journey. Like the first photo is us in front of the building when it was a garage and we were doing this, like it's a boomerang, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that was a thing. And we, got the, we got the keys that day. I'm so just kidding. Go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was like really a thing that, so yeah, we, were, we had the keys. So yeah. And so, and then we just kept documenting yeah, we, and we started getting a following, you know, I think when we opened, we had like a few thousand followers already. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Because, because you had before we, yeah, yeah, we already had that traction on social media. Yeah. Right. Like and before we even opened, right? And we ran a membership campaign, which was huge for us too. So, okay. so basically it was like a founding member campaign. So, um, we had a hundred people purchase a membership for the year and it was basically like, just helped us it was a raise some funds. More or less. Yeah. It was more or less. Without but they that were, platform. Yeah. Without that yes. platform. Yeah. yeah. We just sold it through our website. Right. And so we used Instagram to sell that. Uh, right. So we'd already had all these followers. It was just like maybe six months before we, three, four months before we opened. We sold them in June, in June and we, we opened, opened in October. October. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so we used social media as our platform to advertise and I did, uh, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and we filled our membership in like 20 days. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And yeah. What, what do they get? That's so sick. Um, they got, um, they get like special releases and stuff. Uh, special releases. Um, they got beer every month, a discount on our, on our products and stuff. And yeah, like um, first dibs on events. Yeah. Special yeah. members only events. Yeah. Three like, parties. We had, a, they were the first people to try our beer too. Oh yeah. They got in first. So we, yeah. we had them come out. Was it a, Tuesday or was it on the no, weekend? No, it was, it was on a weekend. weekend. We had That's all these That's right, we opened sessions. to the public on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, so we we had so many members, but our capacity was so small that we yeah. actually had like an all-weekend members 
kind of launch. Yeah. Just come so they're the first people to actually come in and try our beer, right? That's so cool. And then we open on a Tuesday to the public. Just yeah, just keep just it quietly. keep it easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's and again that goes back to the community thing, right? Building a community around our brewery and right. yeah. having these people who um, a handful of people knew us, you know, family or friends, but a yeah. lot of them didn't. A lot they of just, them were just random. They put people. their trust yeah. in and like our story and who yeah. we were and what we were doing and yeah, yeah so how, how far in then because this is great information if for, for either people who have got a new brewery or considering yeah. starting a brewery so totally. from the the first post to when you started advertising the membership program like how what was that time gap so we started um posting about the brewery probably in, in november January. Oh, oh no it was november okay yeah november in uh the first post would have been yes yeah and then and then we sold the memberships in june of 2017 so about eight months ish yeah i think six months you could really build a good uh a good, flat, a good right. following my point being like it was enough to tell the story in that yeah. time for people to buy in totally. and to be like oh this is kind of cool and i guess at the time i actually forgot to ask when you opened to open october 2017 yeah. correct so almost two years <coughs> excuse me so at the time then it was that pre-hamilton's kind of brewery boom or we were right in, right in the middle we were right in the middle like yeah. so fairweather opened like a few in months may. before us yeah okay. in I'm, may so yeah yeah and then uh, Merritt opened uh, just before them, I believe. I believe so, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we opened, so it was one, two, and then Collective, uh, Collective was already open. Okay. Uh, yeah. Collective and Sean and Ed's had already been open. Yeah. Okay. Um, Collective was first, Sean and Ed's, uh, Merritt, Fairweather, us, and now Clifford. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was recent. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So we, but, okay. but we opened all in the same year, like uh, Merritt, Fairweather, and us. Yes. Right. So, yeah. So, so it was kind of like. When there were all eyes on Hamilton. all eyes, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, that's okay. true. Yeah, I thought you guys were newer for some reason, but okay, no, that makes no. complete sense then, because yeah. it was like when it was like the. That's what I love about beer. We end up in places that never normally go. Like yeah. I never come to no no, sh- no shade. I just I live in Montreal. Why I have no yeah, reason why would to you be come here. here? Yeah, <laughs> unless I had a friend here or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But now we get to go to all these different places. I'm like, it's such an unexpected. <laughs> but, okay. uh, no. but it was falling. No, it's good. It's good. It's very good. It's very good. We're very good. <laughs> That's why we call that. So we do that all the it's time. Like, yeah. It's like I had that pun so many No, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I I, I overuse it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but it's it's cool that that it's almost like it's strange. Like you can't call it like which places are going to have all of a sudden this influx of just it's just unexpected I guess yeah and it's kind of cool that you guys like happened to, and I guess it just happened to be the timing right like it's not it was like just, you yeah, it was just, knew all these other ones were opening no it was we just didn't. it really none just none of happened. us knew that no. the other ones were happening we did know that Merit we knew about Merit we didn't know they were called Merit we didn't know anything about it we yeah. just knew, knew because we were looking room. at a building and we heard kind of rumblings that like there was a brewery that was approved downtown. Yeah, so we yeah. were we were like they were almost like a case study. Like, okay, they've done this. Now we want to do we it. Yeah. So you know, so there's yeah, and then and then once we we were looking at the same building as Fairweather actually, um, but we just couldn't afford the space. It was okay. way too big. Right. So we were trying to subdivide it, and we had we had submitted some um, basically like uh, proposals, proposals to the the landlord, and they didn't take it. So then right. we heard then that another brewery was going there, and we basically were like. Oh shit, we yeah, are done. A, you know, like that's it's over. Like, where now, where are we gonna have like that? Was the only bru- uh, space, space that was a, in an approved zone 
that we could that was up for uh, at that point in time, uh, yeah. rental. Right. So we were like, okay, we're screwed. And then this all of a sudden, like, drop they dropped the price, and we were like, oh, that's in the same zone. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> that's sick. So and then this and I couldn't imagine us in another building. Like right. this, this is, is the perfect space. Yeah. Where it's yeah, meant yeah. to be. Yeah. 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 100%. yeah. Okay, I love that. That's really yeah. sick. Yeah. So okay, um, and then I guess when when you opened. I get back to the marketing stuff. Yeah. You mentioned the stat before, actually. Can you can you repeat that just for the breweries who are listening? <laughs> oh, the stat. The stat yeah. that yeah. Oh, I, it's, the, it's, the stat it's is unofficial. The stat <laughs> is that Alex and I's beer is ninety five percent of the people. <laughs> no. no, brings people. In. <laughs> uh, the stat is fifty. I think fifty percent of the people who come here uh, are coming because of our, our social media. Right. So the overwhelming comment that we we get from our customers is. I follow you on social media. I love it. I think it's like, it's such a, you have such a great feed. Right. I love your content. I love your events and we love what you're doing. Right. Um, we have people driving from Buffalo that come here and say, I've been stalking you on social media for a year. And like, they follow every single thing we do on Instagram. And then they come here and they're just like, I want it. It's one, one person said, it's my birth. It was my birthday gift from my friend. She said, I'm going to take you to Grain and Grit because I know you want to go there. So <laughs> a guy came from, oh, where was he from? Oh, I wish I could say That's where so he's cool. from. I think he's from Ireland or Scotland. Okay. And he came and he's been following us on Instagram. He brought us a beautiful gift, like right. a hand carved bottle opener. I think it was he Australia? No, I think no? he's from Scotland. Okay. Anyways, all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. Close. <laughs> it's basically same. the same place. Right. 24 hour flights. <laughs> It's so sweet, and he was like, "I follow you on Instagram." Like, right. it's connecting us with these people that we would never have the have be able to reach. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, it's so cool, and it just makes like it, I was just like, it warmed like my heart. Yeah, you know? I was really overwhelmed hmm. by especially those two specific ones. But we hear yeah, the, things like that all. The it's time. all the time, and yeah. whether it's it's like that far away, yeah. or it's or just like down the road. Oh, yeah. I did. I you know saw that you guys are dog friendly. Like we yeah. had to come here. Yeah, we had to come with our dog, right? So I was just like, it's sending the message about even those little things, or like we have live music once. A while and like, yeah. so it's just those like even the little tiny things about dogs, live music, whatever. People finding out about what we're about and what our events are, and yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a huge thing. And and then once they're in there for the first time, now it's about winning them over, right? With the beer and, and the experience yeah. and all the things that we do, right? So the social brings them in, and then yeah. clearly the beer keeps them here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. So now now we have to like serve them a good beer, and we have to give them a good experience, and yeah, so provide great customer service. Yeah, yeah. like we're all right. about that. Like our, our team is amazing, and they're super friendly, and they like. You know, like, like they'll be taken care of, you know, our right. people yeah. when they come here. So, yeah. So for, like, just to sort of paint the picture on, like, because I think a lot of breweries might come into, uh, you know, starting or maybe looking at social media as maybe like a supplementary thing or just kind of like put it in the too hard basket type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some of the practical things that you guys did that are doable and replicatable yeah. um, for anybody trying to do something like this? Just being that if you guys have been open for a year and a half, pushing two years, and yeah. you're able to have 10, 10K followers? Uh, we almost have 10K. Almost We're so 10K. close. So, like, okay, get that swipe up. I know, I'm just uh, know, dying so for it. I'm, I'm dying for it. I'm dying for it. I'm dying for it. We have a running joke with our team, like, because we're all dying for us to get the swipe up. And we just, like, <laughs> like we're so close. Like, we have a count. So, please go follow. What is it? Grain and grit? Grain and grit. Grain and grit beer. Grain and grit beer. Go follow. Get the swipe up. Give me the swipe up. So like you lost me. Oh, you're he like, doesn't what? know what we're talking about. <laughs> I, was like, I, I know about the swipe. Oh, He's like, I know. Okay. Come on, come on. Give, give me more credit than that. Yeah. Um, I have to admit, I've only spiked up once. Oh, that's so disappointing. That's all you need. Swipe up's overrated. Um, so like, yeah, like what, what, 
what could what is there any things that you guys did that was like what did what did you do that was so special that got the, got you Just this tell far? our story did so one was a tell a story so narrative yeah narrative like so for example like we post something it's just a photo of us and i told their story that photo was so like it was so important for us like right. it was a, one of those turning points where i was like people want to hear our story right. you know and and all we have to do is just post a photo and be honest and truthful and tell yeah. our story and it got so many engagements people were commenting and saying the most beautiful things to us like right. creating a real like relationship you know hmm. like it was amazing we had like the over 100 comments yeah it was yeah. just yeah. it was so amazing like i actually was crying when i was reading the comments because That's so sick. people were just like so lovely and just really receptive to what mm. we're doing you know mm. so i think people like seeing couples working together and building something together yeah, i think there's that's something interesting about that for sure, as opposed yeah. to like two friends or yeah. business partners yeah. i think there's something extra yeah. not to take away from the fact that no, you're no, doing no. i think but i think that's an additional i agree for sure like thing you've leveraged yeah. in a inauthentic way that just be hey guys this is this is us this is our vision yeah. Yeah. what we're trying to do here and i think it makes it relatable relate. right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no, i think being relatable yeah. is good and not like and having a voice that's uh, not going to be off-putting. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I feel like sometimes people, when they write their captions, they're talking above the audience or, okay. um, you know, because fear, like, it can be a thing where, I don't want to say it. I don't want to, no, it could be a little snobby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or pretentious. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I guess as someone who's not, uh, like, a, I'm not traditionally, like, a beer person, but now I am. Right? Yes, you are. But like when I, I'm the one with the voice on Instagram. So okay. I'm not the one who knows necessarily how to talk about beer. Okay. But so I think that's a really interesting thing. So you're talking about it the best you can. Yeah, but I'm talking about it from a really, like from a, a like a layman's term, you know, approachable. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, right? Like I'm not, I, I don't have all Welcoming. these, like, I don't have all these fancy words to describe a beer, but I'm going to describe it how I, how I taste it, you know, and how we all taste it, mm -hmm. right? So it's just, it's a really approachable way of writing a, writing a caption and like yeah. engaging your audience, right? right? Like I just, I'm not going to talk like, use all these words that people don't know about or I don't know yeah. I just feel there's like also we always have this mentality of approachability too yeah for everything um, and I think like we're approachable people we're real people we're running a business and uh, we're making beer uh, but we're not we're we're no different than anybody else you know, yeah, out there and beer is slowly becoming a little bit more like wine and yeah. uh, even the way people talk about it and the way people drink it and that's great it's a great thing uh, but it's still just beer it's still so for us we always said that it's just beer and we still want to be approachable about it and talk about it approachable and not everybody knows the in-depth like Alex and I have a little more in-depth knowledge of you know how to make a beer and what's happening with the chemistry of the fermentation and everything yeah. but but for the majority of people they don't care about that stuff they if they like what they're drinking they like what they're drinking they don't care what yeast it is or right. yeah all that stuff we right? want to so, be able to talk about that but i mean obviously but it's like I don't think the masses, like the thousands of people that follow us, necessarily care about that. Stuff, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I think they care more about our story and like the events that, like the events that we do and all the things that we do here yeah. to create community. Right. I think that resonates more with people than like, oh, like, like we're using this yeast and these hops. And I don't, I mean, like, I, for sure, it's important to talk about, mm -hmm. um, but I just don't think that that's like should be the main. The majority of people time. aren't aren't really number one interested or even don't really know the ins and outs of all that right yeah. so I think it might uh, when we speak to people on on social media it's, it's <clears throat> real people right it's not 
Yeah. yeah we're not, not, all we're not talking to somebody who works <laughs> at Escarpment Labs yeah. in Niagara. Yeah. yeah. Right? We're talking Different to people bike. who yeah. like want to go out and have a good time and have a beer and, and yeah. drink something. Or that's maybe really they're just nice getting into and, it and they feel intimidated by going to a craft brewery, you know? Yeah. Right. Like we don't want to be that place where they're they feel intimidated. Right. So then you guys are then definitely speaking to the like you're bringing people in and welcoming, which I think is a very, very, very underrated um, actions within beer because yeah. a lot of like within the craft beer nerd world, everyone's sort of like talking about the different things. And but at the end of the day, for the industry to grow, it has to. We have to get non-beer people. Yeah, in. you have and to how bring you get in non-beer people. people in yeah, and yeah make them for feel sure. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. And, and don't it, get them bogged down with all the nonsense yet. Yeah. We love craft beer nerds too. Like I'm not saying totally. like, and we want to speak to them too. It's just you know, it's just I think. We have to make sure that we speak to can speak to everybody, yeah. you know, and be welcoming to everybody. Craft beer nerds, people who I are want to just nerd out personally with somebody. Yeah, he loves. Yeah, yeah, media, he right? loves to nerd out. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, so just bring him in, and yeah, I can. And then I can nerd out with you Excuse while you're me. drinking the beer at the bar with me, right? Yeah. Right. So it's kind of a different vibe. Okay, I love that. I think as well, something else to place for you guys is like, if, uh, if you're watching the video, you can see behind us we have like the just bold colors, which I notice on the on the cans and the products are very. And I, we, we always talk about. That. I love it. If you line up your beers, and there's like. Aside from the white on the label, there's that one color spectrum yeah, essentially. Color, yeah. Yeah. And if you like, I think it's like a bar that lines up. Yeah. yeah. That to me is like the coolest way to present a beer without being over complex. And I yeah. think there's something about the simplicity of the design um, that speaks also to the vibe of the space. Yeah. Like, it's totally. all very uh, congruent. Yeah. And that's I think good. that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, really well with that. Thank you. No, totally. It's, <laughs> it's what I would describe. As soon as we see places, we went to. Uh, um, winery yes and a winery looked like this like they and it was the same company that um what did they do they made there's like these design companies yeah that actually do design your merch design your physical space oh yeah cool. um, and they did they told us who it was and we're like god damn it so i was like this is like a brewery like it's the same thing patio yeah. outside garage door raised yeah all the wood and blah 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 and i'm like wood plants and yeah stuff. Oh, like, cool. and it reminds us like, of, like <laughs> you have to send us there yeah i, was, I forgot the Pal- Pal- palatine hills Pal- Pal- i think it was called oh cool i think i have heard of that one people have been talking about that yeah it was yeah, so yeah. impressive yeah. like i was really zipping in and out because of this sizzle thing but it was that type of vibe you guys have that and that to us speaks to the like that we were talking earlier about the cafes like it's the same all these very consistent lots of plants and wood and, and raw materials and, and the, the metal and stuff I think that it's like crap it's great crap something to that yeah. whatever like people call it the hipster look or whatever that type of thing but it speaks it's all this like it speaks well to the, the branding I think that lets people know that it's like maybe it's more welcoming than maybe a place that could be a little more I don't know if I'm explaining well, this yeah, probably no, to get where I'm kind yeah, of Yeah, I do, yeah. I mean, like, I've been, we've been to so many breweries, and I think what really sets our, ours apart is that it is a light and airy and open space. And very light, those, yes. And then the, and the branding is very consistent, and I think that's oh, so important, right? I know, it's all But, yeah, but, like, mm. we were, that was super intentional, right? Like, yeah. all of it. Yeah. Like, we knew we wanted to do something different. And I also think, like, I don't want to get too much into, like, the gender thing, but, like, you know, <coughs> I like I, I was the one who designed the brewery, and I'm a woman. And, it, yeah. and like, I think a lot of people who open a brewery or just like, oh, we'll just put some Slap wood. Like, let's like burn that wood and put it. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I feel like it can be very like, uh, like man cavey. You know, I don't want to get into that too much no, because that, I don't want to like. But, that's you know. probably the difference though, that these newer, newer. I don't know if I say like in the last five, ten years maybe that it's, as the industry has grown and more yeah. people are drinking it, it's not just that you know bearded white dudes no, in the man have, cave type of thing. No. And now it's like, hey, 
you go into any brew pub, it's generally 50-50 gender-wise. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, are, which, we are 60-40 on our Instagram. 60% women follow us. Really? So many women Style. follow us. No. Yeah. No, was, well, once again, I think that's definitely an aesthetic thing because, like, Tiff's been obsessed with you guys for forever. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, can we go to Korea? I'm like, <laughs> we're like, we have a day to do a podcast. I'm like, all right, I need to shout. Okay, perfect. So it was like, yeah, I think that's really good because that's the one thing, like, like we always like you guys are friends with um, Randall Viro as well. Yeah, yeah. So, amazing. you know, what she's doing with diversity and oh, I think the incredible. first level of diversity was gender and then and everything else, which is a bit more of a challenge than gender. Yeah. 100%. But like at the very least, if you can walk in and see, you know, it's welcoming 50, for 50 50 yeah, everyone yeah. feels good and then on top yeah. of that the the families and pets yeah, and stuff yeah and we do uh we have a baby day so like we have right. babies and brews every tuesday at two this place is packed full of moms and babies it's so it's unreal like it's so yeah, cool would not pick that as a thing it is a thing yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> different no, demographic <laughs> not, not my thing as yet still, we got some time that's okay but now i know good. that it exists yeah. it does exist yeah, one day yeah. you will be a mom and you'll have a baby <laughs> And we'll be sitting here. Hope, Joe, <laughs> and I'll be here and at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dads like are welcome too, by the way. But yeah. mostly okay. it's moms. Okay. Oh yeah, of course. Mostly but um, everybody's always welcome. Yeah. But we do like to have a safe space for moms to bring their babies. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. That is important then, like as childless people sometimes it's like oh there's kids around like it's yeah. my immediate reaction yeah, to of yeah. kids sometimes but then you don't realize how important that is imagine when we do have kids or whatever and you like want to go somewhere yeah clearly breweries are on the top of that list yeah of course so like you would absolutely need a space that would be welcoming to that and actual infants like you know, little, yeah, little yeah. Girls. Yeah. they're all under crazy. one. They're all under one, really? and they're usually all just sleeping, and the moms are just hanging. hanging. And you know what? The moms love time. it because what, there's all these events for moms and babies when you're on mat leave that are like circle time. Let's sing songs to our babies, and it's like it's so, so lame, and nobody now, wants yeah. to do that. Like, I'm sorry, nobody wants to do that. You want your real life back? Yeah, you want to feel like, like, yourself. like a, yeah, like yourself, like yourself. That's actually really cool. That's a good point. Like, you always talk about the thing with identity. No, no worries. Um, with identity when you have children have a family oh yeah you can lose it pretty quick quickly. right yeah, and it becomes 100%. you are mom that's it or and like I always see like maybe like the each uh, I'll go go out like or they'll refer to their partner as mom now and like, we you know, do yeah we even do that yeah sometimes yeah. Yeah, I think oh, sometimes yeah, stuff like <laughs> that type of event to make sure that hey I'm, I'm still yeah I'm still me uh, a man or a woman and I'm, yeah. I'm an individual with yeah. goals and dreams and thoughts and yeah. stuff rather than just being a parent yeah, I think that's it to and not not force it but the opportunity to sort of like hey this is what's up and I think it also speaks about generation like yeah. the one before us like they would probably uh, whatever like our parents the boomers probably the yeah. ones that would have been doing those little groups and stuff yeah, it's they, like really like no. No, no 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 never no you could do that in a brewery I guess if it's important but yeah. it still seems a little like whatever I think with the, with especially with in this generation like as a mom and who's had two kids I feel like um, you just totally get lost because there's so much information, so much coming at you. You feel like you have to do everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's so many other influences now. Like when my mom had us, she like she didn't take us anywhere because she didn't feel like she had to. You know. Yeah. But now you feel like, oh well, all these people have their kids in this. Like I should do that. I, maybe I should be doing this. Is this? You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like you're always trying to do all these things for just just because like keeping up almost with the Joneses you know what I mean yeah but yeah I don't know I just it's really interesting but my parents never felt like they had to do that I don't think yeah I I guess it was there probably wasn't things like this back in the day though like in the 80s or 90s like there was no 
even like I mean group hubs wasn't even barely a thing anyway. No, that was not a thing. No. But if they were gonna they were gonna take you to the pub because that's probably no. frowned upon. But I don't think they lost themselves as much as we as we as this generation does. You think so? Yeah, I don't think so. Because I think I would have said the other way around. Really? With, no. with, with my lack of uh, context. But, no, okay, I feel, please explain. No, I just like I said, I think because we all we see all these outside influences, all these mommy Instagrammers presenting these perfect lives right. that you have to like and you know, you have to attain that somehow, right? And it's impossible. Mm. Like it's impossible. So yeah. I don't know. I just interesting. think it's, it's so interesting. So I think that's okay, so because of the impact of say something like social media has had on is it just mostly mothers or probably think, mostly mothers? I think Usually most, the ones that I'm speaking suck. as a mother, so right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you have any like, we're feelings. About <laughs> I'm not that active on social media. <laughs> yeah, either. so he doesn't like, even like losing the identity as like a once again it's kind of off topic, yeah, but it's like losing the identity as like a parent. As you, from your uh, original self, like yeah. your personal thing, and then you become the parent. Just kind of overtakes most aspects of what you do and what you're about. For sure, I, I think 100. percent I think that you, you like the yeah, you look for those moments of being your old self. You, you yeah, know, right. like yeah. you know, getting that back a little bit too. Right? It's, too, it's yeah. sad like that your, it's your almost referred time, to as right? old yeah, self. Yeah. You yeah. know, like yeah. 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 but like your personal time again, like what, yeah. like the things that you like to do or likes to do right yeah. like it, your priorities shift right yeah you just don't so have as much time you don't have much personal time to do those things that you know used to be your priority right so um, that's what i think getting so those cool, little yeah. like moments of that are, are important right and that's what i think so cool about having this business because it totally allowed us to take that back you know like we were in it with the kids like now they're a little older so we were in the like infant stage and like the, the toddler stage and that's like really hard stuff right oh, and it's that. very time consuming and it's like you know it's like you don't sleep basically <laughs> yeah. and uh and but now we, like this is our thing and like it's almost like a third child you know like right. we've just had this like we birthed a brewery <laughs> <laughs> But we had to put as much time. Yeah, yeah. we had to put we had to put as much time and effort into and love and care into this as we did to raising raising our children. Right. You know, and yeah, yeah. And, and even so, now, like even and like, even now, like, yeah, and they yeah. just come it's not along. Like it's ended, yeah. No, oh, and, so the and they're just oh, they're here a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah because they have today. to be. Yeah, do they get it? Uh, they get it. They get yep. it. They get, they they saw us working so hard to open this brewery. Like I think it's the best it, the best thing that they we could have done to, to witness what they had to do. 100%. Yeah, like I, how many kids go to their uh, other than bring your kid to work day? Like yeah. how many kids go to their parents' work and I see, see them in action? My, my parents owned a uh, series of toy shops oh, growing that's up. So cool. I was eight when they got them. Cool I know, so it's a big difference for kids. Yeah. It's the opposite, right? So like yeah. it, as a brewery, as an eight-year-old. They're like, Ugh, boring. As soon as they hit 16 and yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they're going to be yeah. like the coolest kid in school. I was yeah. the opposite of around. I was invited You're to cool all the eight. parties when I was eight, nine, ten years old. Like, hey, invite because I know I'm going to give them the gift. Yeah. And then as soon as you hit like 14, 15, like, Ugh, toy shop. Yeah, toy. Like, but I never see my parents, right? But I think that's why it made me want to do my own thing yeah, my parents so I was there like I, we didn't get to go on holidays because I had to be there every day they couldn't leave Yeah, I grew up literally in the back I had to work all the time Yeah, taught them work ethics seeing them you know dad came home did all the books himself so just watching my parents do that one thing they did see they ruined their bodies by standing all day long. oh I can see that yeah had crazy like still chiropractors like oh multiple times a week like orthotic things in their shoes from that like that's good to know <laughs> yeah. honestly we're yeah. probably doing that too <laughs> so some did the Take yeah, care yeah, of your bodies yeah. and stuff as oh, well, 100%. just because I saw yeah. them ruin themselves. Yeah, like, and yeah. they had no time off ever. Like, yeah. you're working literally every every single day. Yeah. Uh, We're taking, like, totally a different approach. Like, okay, good. yeah, for us, it's like we want to be here and work work so hard, but we also know that we need to stop sometimes. Yes, and, and we have important. to prioritize our family. Yeah. So, we now basically sometimes we just have to leave 
on a plane to do that, and that's okay. But we want to travel like as much as we can. That's Good. sort of like our one of our big reasons why we want to start our own business too, to so that, that we can have some freedom. To have yeah. some freedom and yeah. control over that. Yeah. And, yeah, and I know people people would think it would be the opposite, like you were saying about your parents, like, oh, we can't leave. But that's just not them that not was giving. Their choice. They didn't give themselves permission to leave. Correct. Right. Yeah. But we're giving ourselves Too much permission control. to leave. Uh, I have it probably in me as well. I'll be a control freak. Yeah, type of I thing. I'm not leaving because nobody can do this this job, right? I think that's mm-hmm. not the way to do it. We having that with our business now, trying to expand. Like, oh, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to hire someone, but they're not going to do this, right? Like, yeah. I got to beat that. You out. have to beat yeah. that. Yeah, you so just have to do it and try. And we have we have the best staff. Like. Was like, that hard? Was that a challenge for you guys? Or were you both just straight away? We like, were ready. Um, I think we were ready. Like especially when I was stuff. when we were renovating this, Alex, our brewer, actually came in and uh, a couple months after we got possession and started helping with the renovations too. He was amazing. So he was here every day with me, like sludging with the sledgehammer and everything, yeah. right? Uh, but like that, I was here every day for. 10 hours you, a day he, you and him were like here for, together every day every day yeah. for 8 months straight right yeah. and then when we opened I was working a lot um, like I still do a lot of the back end stuff like the the books and all that other stuff uh, Katie our tapper manager is uh, an accountant, uh, accountant yeah, as well so amazing. she's taking that on she's the best uh, <laughs> yeah. so she's taking that on but in the beginning I was doing all that myself too so I think like there's the 8 months of renovations where I was here and then in the beginning I was doing all that stuff and working the tap room a lot more than yeah. I am now too and you you realize how fast you can get drained and how fast yeah. you can almost get like um, there's burnout but there's also like resentment or like yeah we don't want to resent it um, yeah I guess resentment is the best word like I like even this morning I had like some issues with our one tap that I couldn't fix and I had to fix our door and I was I was like resentful at that yeah. point yeah. I was like because he hasn't had a day off in like three weeks so yeah. right so you're yeah. like ready so he needs, for that but, he needs but then to I recognize I, I recognize yeah. that I yeah. said to Lindsay uh, after so I didn't have a day off in like two weeks and, and a lot of the days have been long too but like after the, pa- the weekend that just passed I said to Lindsay I need a day off yeah. yeah. and I was hoping to take Friday off yesterday and I couldn't <laughs> right. uh, but I recognize that I need it. Yeah, so it's I good. recognize that I'm getting resentful, and I and I need that. I need that like yeah. that I restart know. button. Right? <laughs> right. Here's and Alex. So <laughs> Alex Abrera. <laughs> <laughs> no, How are you, man? Yeah. Yeah. Podcast. Uh, podcast. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you come say hello. Come say hi. Go on the camera. Oh, yeah. Hi, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> hey, <bro. laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Kevin. Hey, Don, man. Good to meet you. I'm Alex. Nice to meet you. Typically, nice to meet you. Yeah, we're just talking about you. Any help? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So, have you guys figured out how to sort of get that balance then? Like, as far as days off and to sort of like. No, we're working on it. Again, like, (laughs) I want a Friday off, it didn't work, but But we're slowly getting there. And and the thing is, is recognizing, right? But then there's recognition and then there's actually like doing it, right? Creating space. You have to create space. And the time. And and Lindsay's uh, better than me at that. Yeah. that I always like think that um, the world's gonna end. If yeah. He's not here. Well, I don't think that. I'm just starting to learn that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the same because he's yeah. also like he just works so hard and he's here all the time and he yeah. needs to take time for himself too. So yeah, yeah. you have to fill up. You have to fill up your cup and then you know you yeah. come back and do your best work, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm very laid back and I'm, uh, I'm easygoing. So I like I don't when I'm not here. It's not like I'm freaking out or stressing. No, out we're not what's stressed, happening. No. Um, but I just I I don't put my personal like affairs or life ahead of the business. I kind of okay. let the yeah. business kind of like dictate life, dictate yeah. a little bit, right? And it's just like oh, like I want I want to like go for a run or something. It's like I, I, my default is I don't have time. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and it's everything like oh, well, I should go. Like I should really go and 
visit this friend I haven't seen in a long time, but then I just say, but I don't have time. Yeah. Right. Right. So I think it. For me, I have to like I have to just start giving myself that time again. Yeah, yeah right? it's important. But I recognize it though. So yeah, that's the so first that's step. the first step. First, the first step is right self awareness. Self awareness. Yeah, and know first, first step is recognizing it. And then, the second is actually giving yourself that time. Yeah. I mean, it's still a fairly young business if you want to, you know, looking at from opening in 2017. Oh yeah, totally. So Maybe I mean, not. like it's sort of like it's almost like you you front load. You know the the saying where it's like you know you work how most people never will. No won't do so you can live a life that most people never will yeah, yeah, yeah. that is that yeah. Yeah. front loading the work yeah, totally. building this thing with processes yeah. and blah 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 and I think at this point we don't have days off I don't know I understand what that is like literally no. going between wineries doing stuff for clients like yeah. this, I, I wish we could have like we. I haven't been in the beach I haven't swam on the beach since like January 2010. You're gonna do it. Wow. I know, but I, like we haven't been December. away. Like everywhere we go, oh, we go yeah. trying yeah. to go for Christmas, so like yeah. somewhere night. But everywhere we go, all the travel is to, to somewhere yeah. to do with beer yeah. or yeah, yeah. yeah. Beaches. yeah. And no beaches, no. really. <laughs> well, I mean, you can go to Miami, maybe or California. Yeah. We went to California a couple of years ago around the time you guys opened, yeah. and I didn't understand that the Pacific Ocean is cold in October. Oh no! <laughs> so I, I walked in the water and I walked right the hell out. Oh. So I like to the beach. I know, right? But like the stuff like that so I, I definitely yeah. align, uh, align with what you guys are saying it's hard to actually find that and make sure that all the things are taken care of so that you can step back because yeah. you didn't start the business to you bought yourself a job yeah to yeah. let it run yeah. your life yeah. like it's cool to do your own thing and be your own boss because you can work your own sort of hours and all that stuff yeah you can but you have to also then make time to take time off like yeah. you can work yeah, your own that. hours but like or you could just work all the time and that's yeah. what we were doing for sure yeah. and, and I mean and we still do it but the thing is is now we realize because we've burnt out a few times over yeah. this, you know, we, we go, okay, we're good, okay, burnout. We're good, yeah. burnout, you know? Yeah. So I'd rather nip it in the bud, you know what I mean? And not get to the burnout part so yeah. that I'm always, that we can always be like at our best for our employees, yes. for our customers, you know? Like it's just yeah. so important to take care of. So yourself. important. Yeah. I, and that's health wise, something that's been a, a really cool conversation in beer. I love lately is balance. Oh, yeah. Um, with regard, you mentioned off a run, like stuff like that. Like, um, making sure that you know like you, you're not just sitting every night just crushing four double it's IPAs hard, it's and stuff hard and to like separate to, that because sure. it's a culture it's not and it's like it separates it from like the if it was anything else you're an alcoholic yeah exactly almost. but yeah. otherwise no I'm, a, I'm an enthusiast this is yeah. my hobby like it's and like I don't know I'm trying to find a way because I have forced drinking a lot whether it's doing a podcast or I have to shoot these other videos yeah, it's first world crying problems it, yeah. it is yeah. but there's some nights I'm like I, just, I don't want to drink tonight but if I don't do this then these beers are going to die and then it's not going to be accurate and, I have yeah. to, and there's these things and you guys you have to taste them all the time yeah. so there's tasting which is kind of separate to drinking but then you're in the culture you're around it you see someone oh I haven't seen you for a while let's have a beer and you're like oh, I wasn't trying yeah. to drink today and then it's true. There's yeah. things that keep happening. So I think it's more like a conscious um, thing that has to happen, from, not only from guys like yourself who are amongst it, like really amongst it, to yeah. just the, the in- fans of drinking. Yeah. Enthusiasts. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I drinking. think it's about mindful drinking. Like, that's what I think. Yeah, you know? mindful drinking. Like, so. Yeah, like, what, like choose when you want to drink and be really that's mindful good, of, what, of, of how much you're drinking. Like, for me, and what, I, what? And what you're drinking. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't waste my time on beer that I don't like. If I don't like it now, I pour it. I've been doing that too. I don't, I don't, it's, I'm it's, not going to force it down. Cool. Like, yeah. I, I, it's like liberating. You're yes. like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. And I, and that's okay that I don't like it. I'm going to have a beer and have one that I'm going to enjoy. Yeah. So I crack one, I'm like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this. So we dump it all the time now so did that yeah. come i only been doing it in the last few weeks because I, i'm only because i've had excess i'm like i can't do this i'm going to balloon i'm going to be this. <laughs> yeah. it's not going to work i can't physically consume this i don't like it it's gone yeah it's gone i had trouble 
I just don't like waste. I hate wasting yeah, we things. We're the same. We're so totally you had a, how same. did you get past it? I, well, I just think because there's only so much I can drink. So it comes to the same thing. So get, yeah. Yeah. I'm volume, not going to waste like, my time. Like I want something that I'm really going to enjoy. Right. Yeah, calories in. Like I'm just like calories in, calories out. You probably like us too. You probably get a lot of samples. All yeah, the time. we have so I many beers in our fridge. So film it and talk about it. Yeah, and you guys would people coming. We have we have breweries come in all the time. They give us samples. Like and even customers that are like, oh, I tried this, you know, brown ale. That I'm going to bring you a bottle. It was awesome. So we have customers bringing us beer. Other breweries bringing us beer. And you, it's exciting to try all that new beer. Like we don't go to the LCBO or beer store because well, we have so many samples that come in here. But yeah, there's some samples. Yeah, you open them up and you know, it's, you try it. Like, ah, I'm not really feeling this. So I'm gonna try the next one, right? Yeah. It's just like we do actually a lot of sampling like that with our staff. With so yeah, yeah. so we'll have these like small glasses and we each have a little bit, which yeah. I think is a really great way to Such, drink. And you know? it's bonding. Yeah, and, yeah, and like we a, talk about the beer and yeah. like what we like and what we don't and like. Maybe we can and, come up yeah. with some ideas together. Like, oh, why yeah, don't we mix totally. like do that and then maybe do yeah. this? Yeah, we like riff on the beers you yeah. know we're like okay and like, that's really and then we'll have yeah, a night away fun. with our staff yeah too. we have a lot we do a lot of yeah. so we, yeah. we, we, went to we collect cases yeah, of beer yeah. from all these breweries right <laughs> and the ones that we usually collect are like the high octane stuff right like yeah seven ten twelve percent oh then we'll have a little like night away and we just like bring all these beer and we do that same thing we just like all get glasses out we yeah we try we we pour it all and we all try and we talk about it right so it's sharing is the best way to do it it is very fine yeah that's really cool yeah Um, i love that I got this one. Oh, in the are, palms. Uh, yes. Maybe. Getting tropical. Talk about yes. the beach. <laughs> the beach. Oh, it makes me feel like a beach. Yeah. <laughs> Something else makes you feel like a farm. Oh, a little, a little danky? A little danky? Oh, lactose. Oh, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It wasn't really that obvious. I was going cows. Cows. Being a bit abstract. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Tell us about this one. On the wrong path. Yeah, so this was kind of the first one. So we brew a lot of different beers all the time. We don't necessarily have any year-round or staple beers. Okay. But this one is close to it. So this is the first beer that we brewed, and it just, it flew. Right. The other beers, you know, we've really good and you know people talk about them and love them but in the ponds was just one of those beers that just like kicked off it was, yeah, you it was can the first beer that people it. just like went oh my god yeah this is amazing buying six packs of it yeah. like, daily it became people's beer you yeah. know and we can see that like there's other all the other ones too there's lots of people yeah. but you can just see the overwhelming feedback for in the palms yeah. was su- super positive exceptional yeah, so, bless you. so we just kept oh, bless you so we just kept making it and we, we tried a, a version with this so this has pineapple mango and lactose in it and we did a version with guava mango and lactose which is really good yeah right. yeah um it was kind of uh i think the inspiration for the dog day sour that, that yeah it was that, yeah that so yeah. kyle and katie mixed our staff mixed um in the palms with our raspberry, uh, raspberry picker beer, so yeah. it's a, a sour ale really clean with raspberries right uh, they mixed the two and they were like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> So we ended up just fusing the two beers together. So we had our, yeah, our guava, that was our guava and mango version of the In the Palms, and then with the raspberry edition. So we just fused the two beers yeah. together. That's so good. Yeah, so that's kind of where the dog days came from. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was just one of those things. So it was, uh, it was one of my recipes that I wrote, and I brewed the, the first batch that we made. 
And then we've just been evolving it. We've been like making all these slight changes to it. Alex has been uh, really involved in it, making all these little tiny changes to it, just kind of bringing it to the next level, right? So we had a great base beer. Yep. And it was the first beer we ever did that sold in six weeks. Yeah. Wow. The whole batch. Um, and now it's kind of on like an eight week schedule. Okay. Uh, but making these like little tiny changes that have been like just making that beer just that much more, like just just better. Just bringing, yeah. bringing it just up to that next level. I love it. I can yeah. see why. Like it's just it's the the I guess this is like the New England style, right? It's yeah, it's like more of a New England. Sort of yeah. I do like that it's sort of like the uh, not a milkshake in the sense that you just yes. no, we didn't overdo. Different. We didn't yeah. overdo. No, the lactose. lactose subtle. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's not, it, it's certainly not in the range of a of a milkshake IPA. No, the no, amount no. of the lactose. It's it's less than half of what you would put in like in a milkshake. milkshake. Yeah. Okay, um, so it's there to. Uh, we put a lot of bitterness in this too. It's like 90 IBU, which is okay, I was going to say, high. am I tripping out because I had sort of more chill beers in this bitterness? But it definitely yeah. is, right? Okay. But it's, it's got that back end, but then with the lactose and then the two fruits that are in it too, they leave residual sugar as well. Right. So it, it's about that balance, right? We have that, that bigger bitterness, lots of dry hopping of mosaic, which is very like resinous and kind of like piney yes okay um, and then so you're just balancing all those flavors out right it's so. like an east meets west um does that make sense to you like in a way the grain profile is not really west but the bitterness, but the bitterness is and is, that yeah. kind of resin citrus on it yeah. is more of that west coast top i like that i like yeah. that sort of mix i've been appreciating that more because i guess i don't know if you guys i'm assuming you guys are kind of fans of this type of you know, yeah. style this yeah. is my go-to if i see that anywhere that's yeah, what i think so yeah okay so you get it but now i've been like if i ever get a west coast i'm like oh it's kind of nice like because yeah. it's completely what you're not used to yeah, yeah. so I like I've, been, I've seen a few that are I know what you're saying that this isn't quite that but it's going to it's like a different a spin on that, that. Yeah. yeah maybe some of them are like they're usually the east meets west when they're generally hazy but just a, a piney and bitter yeah as opposed to just straight tropical fruit straight tropical, and yeah. something about it is like oh it's kind of cool like I don't know yeah. I like it it's like an interesting they, bit I think they mix like everything that they like about IPAs into one into you one know thing. what I mean yeah. 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 like that they like that resinous piney you know hot flavor and the tropical fruits too so yeah. Yeah. yeah we actually did do uh we opened with a west coast style ipa called oh, yeah. west end and uh and then we had a double ipa called clouded judgment recently that mm -hmm. was more of a west coast yeah it was kind of the green profile of the west coast but more of that tropical fruitiness and the hot profile right yeah, yeah so, so we, we've actually been a lot of our ips do kind of they lean on that like west coast yeah. Yeah, with that east coast fruitiness right yeah so it's yeah do you, but do you go or have you recently gone hard either way like this is straight new england or is this straight west coast since when you opened or um we've had a couple like apas that were more of that new england kind of style um the thing is like we like to do both and we like drinking both so we're we're not going to go one way all the time. I know right. New England styles are more the way people are going right now, but people really appreciated the cloud of judgment. Like, yeah, I, the reviews we were getting were like, oh, like this is why I started drinking IPAs. Right. Yeah, you know, because it was like a throwback almost. It was so, called cloud of judgment, cloud of judgment. but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't cloudy. It was so funny because I named it, and then and then I was like, because I just expected it to be cloudy, which is so bad. Well, we but, actually, all of us did. Uh, the the yeast just. Didn't perform. Cleaned yeah. it up. <laughs> cleaned it, it up too much. God damn it, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah. But it was high in ABV, so it, it was, was seven, eight, or seven, nine, so, yeah. or something. <laughs> so it did cloud adjustments for sure. But yeah, it had that kind of that old school kind of bitterness, like the West Coast bitterness with the West, a little bit of the West Coast grain profile, right. and then even the hot profile 
it had that New England fruit to it, but then it still had that resin and citrus to it too. It was, it was good balance, and people yeah, loved it. People loved yeah, it. That, one, that one flew. That yeah, one. that was. Yeah. So you guys are essentially, I think we didn't touch on this earlier, as far as the styles and things that you guys are making, it's kind of there's no like we do this. It's kind of just like whatever you want to drink, whatever you feel like doing. There's just no like, to have like fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We love do we love doing sours and IPAs. Those okay. are like we have That's we're heavy on those for yeah. sure. Um, but we do all kinds of other styles. Like we do wheat beers, we do saisons, we do stouts. Uh, stouts. Yeah, we do. We have a bitter, Bob's Best Bitter, is named after my dad. Yeah, and that's cool. uh, yeah, and uh, it didn't. It doesn't sell very fast because it's a bitter. Like it's just a style. Yeah. But people love people it. People who like yeah, it. Yeah. People who like it. About they it. love yeah. it. Yeah. So we've gotten a lot of good reviews on that. Yeah. But it just doesn't move. It just. It's, <laughs> it's more I mean, bitter. It's not, it's not made to uh, move. They'll come back then. I line well, everything. They will. Comes the English, the English style right now, I think, is like completely. Yeah. Like English Browns, Original Bitters, Best Bitters, ESBs, they're all, um, even if you go to the LCBO now, if you went five years ago, you could grab 10 different at least. Yeah. Right now, good luck even finding yeah. uh, a Best Bitter. Um, you know, you might get Wellington Best Bitter yeah. or ESB, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. good luck finding anything from England that's in that style right now, because no. the trends are moving towards sours and and IPAs right now. Yeah. And we're we're letting some of the trends affect what we brew because we need to sell beer too. Yeah. Uh, but we also like that balance too, right? Like we, we like having something easy for somebody who might not be as adventurous. Uh, so we like having that like easier Lagerdale or a Pilsner, uh, a few IPAs, a few sours, and then we'll have like the best bitter, a stout, uh, Belgian wheat beer, Saisons. Yeah. Uh, and those later ones that I just mentioned don't move as fast, mm-hmm. but they're still awesome beers and we still like brewing them and we still like drinking them. Yeah. Um, but uh, we also have to like realize what, what sells, what sells, yeah, right? Yeah. Especially yeah, at, at our stage, yeah, yeah, at our stage of, you know, we're, we're fairly young too in a brewery and, you know, you know, we need to make money too, we need to move beer. But yeah. the other thing is, is we, we talked to our staff after Lindsay and I went to Nashville and we went to like 10 different breweries there and it's still heavy IPA there. Right, so right. heavy. Super heavy IPA. Yeah. Every brewery Hardly is Hardly any sours, we'll see IPAs, yeah. Um, so when we got back, we, we talked about that with our staff and our staff is very involved in our, our beer too. We don't, we don't decide on our own. Our staff is, like, all it's of like our staff is involved. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's sick. Yeah. Um, but we, I said to everybody, I said, when you go to a brewery, what 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 are the two order. styles you're gonna order? And and all of us said either an IPA or a sour, right? Or a sour, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, a few of us might say, oh, if there's an interesting stout, I I love it. I like trying like coffee stouts and yeah. double chocolate stouts. And, and stuff. Katie's been into like pilsners and like lighter beers because I think she went so far. I think that's what's happening, right? People oh yeah. Went so far to IPAs and now they're going lighter, right? It's yeah. like almost yeah, like a reaction. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we just made the pilsner dry hot pills. And oh, uh, that yeah, thing sold like nuts, like it was crazy. Well, it had the most wicked artwork. Like let me yeah. just, just, <laughs> just say I didn't, just, I didn't do I the artwork. It. I didn't oh, do you know. well. I don't do the, the illustrations, but <laughs> okay. I did. I did uh, give her the concept, but um, it was like a flaming skull. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was easy. It was like four point eight, uh, uh, like Bavarian style pilsner. Like, so little bit of a sweetness to it, but it had that kind of bitter back end of a pilsner. Uh, but then we dry hopped it with very fruity top so like orange and kind of stone fruit hops nice and it was just it was an easy simple clean beer uh, but it had that little kick of the, the dry hopping and it was it's really good yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't this big New England yeah. IPA but it it hit it, and it performed really yeah. well yeah it just hit all those notes of just like clean fresh crushable yeah, yeah. you bringing it back 
Yeah, we will. We'll yeah, it, it was really yeah. popular. Yeah. Nice. I liked it. Yeah, I could drink that every day. Dry hop pilsners. I think it like. If I'm going to a brewery, that's my number one, and then yeah. second would be the New England. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like I feel like a lot of the people with maybe like that are more the haze sort of focus people, as opposed to like IPA in general, like where's the cloudiest thing we have? Yeah. Yeah. I find that maybe because that speaks to the tropicalness on that, I want to kind of like you can't hide behind anything in the pilsner, so it sort of shows what that brewery is capable of. Yeah. Because you know you can just with a with a New England, I guess if there's any flaws in them, you just chuck in some hops for the most part yeah, I can cover things. them up but that you can't and yeah. I know just appreciating because they're always light starting to appreciate more the low ABVs and I feel like yeah. I'm seeing that as a, a huge trend it's been really big in Ontario and Quebec it's like just picking up now but really? I feel like it's been around here for much longer yeah. okay. it's been yeah. much slower there they say that the, the craft pilsner is the, the newest big thing that's going to come over the next agree. year year and a half it's, it's kind of so. it's the trend I think that we're going towards yeah yeah I think it's particularly the dry hop business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, before we get, we have a thing called a lightning round, which is okay. very not lightning, but um, <laughs> we'll see how we go. You know? <laughs> um, did you guys have like where, where do you see this end up? What's the? Do you have an end goal? Do you have sort of like a um, you know what, what you would like this to be? I know it's a kind of. No, it's funny because we talk about it all questions. the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course we do. But um, you know, we all, I think we have different opinions about it actually, which is funny. Yeah. So you know how it took took me like ten years to get him on board to open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have some I have some dreams personally that I think I, I a direction I think the brewery should go, but Joe doesn't necessarily think that in that same way yet. So okay. you know, like yet. <laughs> Yes. So I might have to, like, I have to nudge him a little more. Yeah. No, but we, I think <laughs> we're growing it. We want to grow into our space, right? Like we yeah. bought a bigger system. We've read a lot of reviews and um, Joe listened to a lot of podcasts where um, breweries would start and they would buy this small system and then they would have to get a new system within a year or yeah. two. And we didn't want to do that. No, so we ended up buying a bigger system than we knew, like we knew we would have room to grow into it. Yeah. So right now Very our true. goal is to just max out our capacity in our, in our brewery okay. and just get to the point where we're set where we're selling all of our batches like making full like the full amount Running of beer production that we could possibly sales make yeah. at an equal level yeah okay like so, you can essentially so we can produce more than we're selling monthly right now yeah so okay. we want to get to that point that we can we can sell as much as we can produce out of Max. House, mostly out of house too yeah okay yeah so yeah. like licensees and stuff we have some but it's not our focus right yeah yeah no and, and it doesn't I'll we don't you. really feel no no don't care no no care um, no. I think it's a good it's a marketing thing um, totally it's a good way to get your name out there yeah uh, the margins obviously aren't as good as selling it out of your own house not even no um, and at our volumes that we're dealing with um, we have to make sure we have enough in-house to support it too yeah. right so um, it's tricky it's a, it's a tricky thing there's there's obviously you need like a salesperson, you need a delivery person especially with kegs you don't just drop a keg off and and that's the end of it you have to go pick up your empty keg again yeah. and the way that this craft industry is growing uh, a lot of uh bars and restaurants that we're dealing with they have the same focus as we do is different stuff all the time so rotating taps so um, the in the past it was this is your tap handle and this remains your tap handle you bring a keg a week you pick up your empty keg you bring a fresh keg you pick up your empty keg today it's all rotating now so right. we'll sell a keg to a bar and and all of our the licensees are really good to us and we're really good to them and they do come back but it's not a, a constant in and out for us right. um, so if I drop a keg off I have to go pick that keg up again so it's two yeah. times right? and it's him you know what I mean like, we're just yeah. small so and it's just not it's not the way we want to really grow practical. necessarily like yeah. we really love to 
to have we love to give people the experience of coming here that's you know what I mean thing. like getting customers here and being able to give them this great experience and then have right. them come back like that's so that's what we want so we want to okay. just continue to grow our, our business out of the tap room okay. and sell as much like beer that, uh, that we can make you know mm-hmm. sell all that beer and then and then right. and then once we get there then I think we have to decide if there's like a second location yeah. or yeah but LCBO isn't really in our sites like we just no. don't this is not exporting maybe exporting we've He's talked, talked a little about bit about that, that. Yeah. yeah we've talked to some other breweries and uh, cider places that are uh, exporting and like to the states or to another province yeah to other provinces oh. so there's a couple of provinces that have lighter taxes than we do in Ontario yeah. uh, so <laughs> not Quebec <laughs> yeah. really they don't have yeah. 14.975 is our sales tax oh. and you yeah, 13 okay. here yeah, no, yeah. yeah. it's even higher it's even higher oh running a business goodness. there they take but surprisingly the alcohol yeah, tax is less in in, in yes. Quebec be, no, liquor is cheaper there. Because, yeah, our, for Wine our friend's wedding, we basically, it's probably not legal, it's not. bought all the liquor from Quebec and, and brought it for the wedding. Drove it up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they saved it, like, ridiculously. Yeah. So it's personal tax, tax and then corporate tax is higher, but the alcohol tax is, is lower in That's Quebec. a really good point. So there's, there's a couple promises that the, Quebec the taxes yeah. are yeah. less. Yeah. And then uh, California, apparently, is a good place to distribute to, too, because the, the taxes there are a lot less than here. And Alberta. Yeah. So if we sell, if we sell our alcohol in Ontario, uh, we pay Ontario taxes on the alcohol, but if we sell that at a province or, or into the States, we don't pay the alcohol tax on the in sale Ontario. because you're not selling it to Ontario. Um, so th- it, that's that's more... There's a benefit in you, for you. Yeah, so that's something more like I think that we look at it and it's kind of, it would be kind of fun to like have your product I think it's cool somewhere else. On right? anecdotal yeah. evidence, I've had uh, friends say Michigan or in uh, upstate New York who get probably the most common Ontario brewery that we've shipped there is either Collective yeah. or um, yeah. Bellwoods. Oh, yeah. Cool. So I've had dudes, like, they know those two breweries cool. in the set, and that's all they know about Canada. But yeah. when they come there, they're like, oh, can you give me some Bellwoods? Because I, I only get, like, this, this, or there. And oh, I'm like, well, well, I don't live there, but, like... Oh, oh is that right? Um, and Collective is there, too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. because Dan from Collective used to live... I'm from Melbourne, so Dan used to live there. So oh, he knows cool. all the same people. And they there's this bar. They just did that Pavlova beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a collab with a bar there. Mr. West. Mr. West, yeah. 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 So they were here. Went there they from, were here. Oh, you met them? Yeah, they're I haven't really met nice. them, but... I, oh, no, I met the one dude. Yeah, they're cool people. Right? Yeah, they're really bar nice. Bar is sick. Yeah? So nice. Oh, cool. Um, it's in that area. I know. I lived there my whole life, and I never never went there. But to see... They had um, this like this thing called Gab's Great Australian Beer Spectacular, stupid name, but um, it's like the <laughs> traveling beer festival up the coast and they go to New Zealand. And that is also coincides with a thing called Good Beer Week. And they have each bar, they're called Pint of Origin, which is a play on state of origin for the rugby league. Mm-hmm. So Mr. West was Canada, state of Pint of Origin. So they had... Um, I don't know. Did you guys do that? They had a whole bunch from here because of them. They had oh, I think they, fair they ended up doing Fairweather. Um, they didn't do us. They didn't, they didn't no. ask us. No, 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 no. But yeah, I heard but about that. Point, yeah. right. So the, yeah. the point it's is, and like my friend who owns a brewery there, he bought a bottle of Witch Shark for twenty six dollars. Is what they were selling it for. And he just sent me a picture this morning. He was like, "Yo, I'm like, Yikes. it's pretty good. Like whatever." But I was like, "Dude, twenty six bucks, seven dollars." <laughs> <man." laughs> so I get it. And they had the other half. So basically, they've been doing this air freight thing That's with the air freighting cool. the hops over and then shipping the um, the the stouts and sours. It don't matter as much. Yeah. And they're like for one hundred and fifty mil because now I'm lost my what that even is because I'm in the ounces because of Canada everything's weird here yeah. <laughs> but like probably that much is was like $15 wow because it had to come it, about that, yeah. right? the, From yeah. like you go to Brooklyn or you're going to go yeah. To yeah. yeah so you so, want to drink it you got to be you want to drink it <laughs> yeah. so I guess the point being is that, that that sort of exporting and that brand awareness from afar because people travel for beer yeah they do so like whilst 
you could probably argue for like the, the validity or, or value, business value of like say putting in LCBO, which like you said, crappy margins. But if people go there, they might not have ever heard of you, but then yeah. they'll see that. Like, What's this cool ass label here? I'm like, oh, they got this. Oh, this is great. Where are they? I'm like, and they'll come in. Yeah. Or you can do that overseas and then they'll be, or whatever. You don't have to go as ridiculous as Australia. Yeah. It's yeah. Whole thing, but yeah. just, you know. Buffalo, yeah, it's definitely something we think about. Vermont, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we talk about it. I think really the the main focus for us right now is to to really focus on our in-house stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. Just focus on what we're trying to build here as a community and a breed. Yeah. Um, so that that's the main focus right now. And we're kind of organically letting things happen too. We we don't have this five, 10, 20 year plan that we have in place right now. Where it's right. like, oh, in five years, I we're going to have a, she, <laughs> like, in, her, in her head, she does. <laughs> but, but it's not, yeah, it's not on paper. It's not on paper and it's not like something that we're like, that we're like driving towards necessarily, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're driving for growth though. We are driving like, yeah, for growth, just, but it's like, yeah. it's our kind of organic and, and there's not this like big, thing hanging over us that we're trying to hit yeah, necessarily that we, need to, yeah. we need to right it's just us right like we don't have investors to say like oh you, you know we need to pay back or well you know yeah. what i mean like it's just it's our investment our personal investment yeah yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Way to, so, it's where you want to be yeah i mean we're small like That's we're a small true. brewery and yeah. uh and for us like for us when we got to our goal of opening it was huge right yeah. because like it was just this thing out out here and we i don't know i just never thought we would do it and here we are you know and so i think once we got there we were like okay now we need to be running for a couple years and then we'll see where we're going you know like we almost don't have like we don't have this like joint dream where it's going yet Mm -hmm. but we definitely know we want to create this amazing space for our community and we want to create really unique beer and we want people to enjoy it and come have a great experience you know and if we can keep doing that and keep building our customer base like i think i think it's gonna Going Thanks the right for, right. <laughs> yeah. for me, like Lindsay said, there's like a lot of convincing, right? And yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I'm not out of the haze He's yet. Not, no, no. Right of like the reality of it and like the the debt and all the other stuff, right? It's like, yeah. it's scary. I'm still, I'm still like coming, bad, yeah. I'm still coming out of that. And I'm not, I'm not personally ready to talk about spending yeah, <laughs> the same no. amount of money on another location yet. Yeah. 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 So for yeah. me, again, so it's like, it's going to take some like convincing and, uh, and also just time to get out of this. Yeah. Like where it's like I, I want to see us like getting ahead yeah uh, you know before I can like really like go okay I'm, I'm ready now I'm ready to yeah. talk about this yeah. I'm ready yeah. to like get past like the scare part of it the scarcity part yeah. of it yeah. and like going like okay I'm ready to dream again yeah yeah, right? yeah. yeah. that's, that's completely fair yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like for us like we're trying to do we have a bit of a different business model than a lot of breweries like yeah. a lot of breweries come up and they, they just want to make the most amount of beer you know for mm-hmm. us it's like of course we want to make a lot of beer and sell it but like it's it's not we don't want to push kegs like because then we have to hire a sales force and we have to manage them and like for us it's just not we're no. we're, the, we're the people like that are doing all the things like yeah, yeah. so for us it's like we don't have time to do all that yeah and um, i don't know it's just it's, I think it's just like how much money much more money are you making you know what i mean in terms for of your profit work. yeah for that's all what that i always talk so about he, he talks about that all the time because i'm always like we need to do this and he's like but how much more what at the end of the day like how much more profit are you making like yeah. you may be making more money but then you're spending more money to yeah. make more money so and, is it all, and it all evens that. out so like we can 
do what we're doing and still like and make you know make a profit then and then it keeps yeah. growing like you know year over year and then that's it and, like we're in a good place right yeah. so yeah. so I feel like this business model to have a community based brewery is something that can be repeated and for me that's where the direction I would like to go yeah, yeah. yeah. is to have more locations and to have more community hubs like this that's what the third cafes are good they're good at opening up a second space in Montreal yeah. we have a lot of those guys even like friends of ours they just keep replicating the same formula of a very cool cafe that's like very localized yeah that's exactly that's exactly what I'm talking about and like yeah. our area is very different from like the really downtown Griffin Town area there's yeah. another area that's cool and it works that's a good time. point yeah. Like, yeah I never really thought of that but that's what, yeah. because I don't think yeah. that that's a <clears throat> it's like a typical business model for breweries right no, but I'm like always about thinking more about volume. differently yeah. right yeah. like that I don't want to it's the same as everybody else it's pushing more volume how are we going to make more we need to sell more beer. Yeah, yeah but is right? that really the best and way? Like, just because everybody else does it that way? Like, that's the thing yeah. I want to I wanna always question, you know? Like, are we doing yeah. this because it's the right way to do it? Or, or just because it's the way it's been done? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, yeah. and we didn't come from the brewing industry, No, which gives right? us a really unique perspective. We, we made some contacts yeah. and and some some friendships in the industry, but we didn't come from it. So we, did, we weren't, like, kind of skewed and thinking, well, this is the way you have to do it. Yeah. So I think that's uh, a benefit for us as we don't have to follow that formula we can make our own formula and we can do right. what works for us without thinking about like what we should do you know yeah. or what like the industry is doing like we we really like are that. thinking in our own direction and it, like probably goes to, to with your beer as well like you're oh, totally. not doing everything everyone else is doing as well like you just really kind of like carve your own kind of yeah, path yeah in, in, in both the way you approach the business and, and the product itself yeah totally mm-hmm. i think that's what's interesting about the brewing industry like in all the different breweries that you can visit it's just everybody has their it's creating their own path and yeah it's interesting but and there's but, no real rules yeah. there's no real rules yeah, oh, well not. except for the every single provincial Oh, all those rules. You mean all those rules? All those rules. I don't know anything about those rules. That's your rules. Yeah. I think we're in a good place right now in the industry in Ontario. Is like there's a surgeons right now, right? There is. There's a lot more room for more breweries to open up and happen. And people are really adventurous in their beer drinking right now too, right? They always want new things. Five years ago, fruit and beer was like a foie-moi. It was a wheat beer with raspberry, right? Yeah. People would like look at, oh, there's fruit in that beer? That's not a beer. Yeah. Right? So five years later now, those people like, are loving it. Where's right? the fruit beans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want more fruit. fruit. <laughs> uh, and also, not even fruit, like spices and all that stuff. These are very traditional ingredients that have been used for thousands of years in Belgian beers. Yeah. Uh, but it's new to Ontario. And, and the surgeons right now is like respecting it and not being afraid of it and like getting over that Ontario or North American lager. Like, that's that's over the fizzy yellow grandpa water yeah and and then so there's the product but then there's also the breweries we're seeing more of these localized breweries like us right where it's yeah it's about the community and 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 the tap room is is a main focus for a lot of breweries now even breweries that have been around for a long time um um, nickelbrook is a good example there's a couple good examples of nickelbrook has has been brewing beer for i don't know how long now but it's at least 15 years um and they were they had a tiny little tap room space and more recently they've uh, expanded it to like probably six times what it was yeah and this just happened last year and they have some food now i think they're getting like charcuterie boards and like 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 food pop-ups little food pop-ups and stuff like that um we're seeing that that benefit of of having that in this space we can use our space to sell our product too and create an experience an experience for people right and it's it's a means the point of a tap room is is to sell your beer too to get people like on board with it 
Right. right. That's really the point of why we have tap rooms in Ontario yeah. and at wineries, why they have the sampling tasting room. Yeah, but the, the tap room culture is changing and it's yeah. becoming like more of a spot to hang out, right? Yes. Not just yeah. like to go and try the beer. It's like an actual legit like, let's go, place to go hang, tonight. right? Yeah. Like yeah. people come yeah. and hang here for hours. Yeah. And, totally and it's it's so great. Yeah. 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 Like so it's yeah. definitely like shifted to that, I think. And yeah. it's people are still coming around to that, but I think yeah. like yeah. we're in a search right now. It's great. Yeah. It's it's yeah. great to be part yeah. of this. It's a good time. And we're yeah. Yeah. I think We're it's also cool to, to come in right to now. Go right now. Yeah. Your timing yeah. is fantastic both locally and yeah, on totally. the grander scale yeah. of things yeah. as far as sort of where it all fits in. Yeah. Even the small thing like you're saying to you get people coming in, I'm sure they're leaving with a six pack oh, yeah. Yeah. as well. Yeah. So that's something that we don't have for the most part in Quebec. Like you can't go to well, GDCL yeah, yeah. and you can't leave with that. You have to go to the depth and, and get yeah, from yeah. there unless they have, that's if they're a brew pub like um, you guys feel like it's more of a tap. Do you have food directly? Yeah. No, uh, we have. So we have we have pop ups who are like outside, like outside and separate. Yeah, so you're yeah. So we don't have a license so for food. Okay. We don't serve. We don't sell the food. Okay, so in Montreal, you would be able to sell beer, like to go, oh, okay. because that's a tap room license. But in if you had like um, any kind of food, say Bellwoods down when the first one came to my head, the downtown Bellwoods one. Yeah. Versus the Hayfest, which is a tap yeah. room. Yeah. The downtown is a brew pub. Yeah. You got a yeah. brew pub license. Like Judas yeah. L has food. They have yes. a food menu kitchen they can't sell anything to go because it's a difference like a yes. restaurant license yeah. versus a production facility license and production facilities can sell what they make and the vast majority of i can think of two in all of montreal that can sell yeah. to go and i for me it's, it's a big detriment to the experience mm-hmm. because i don't really go i wouldn't go to the early lcbo it's not really my thing because i would like if I'm going to pay for beer, I want to put it in the pockets of people like yeah, yourselves who, like, totally. I know that you're not getting, there's no margin, there's no middleman, this is just straight there. And I think a lot of people share that sort of thing. And it's as fresh as possible. Yeah. You wouldn't put anything out with your name on it that isn't like fire or whatever, rather yeah. than like, oh, I gotta, I need to get the LCBO, they're yeah, ordered this week. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. and then, or, or it's two months old sitting on shelves. Yeah, you can't control it. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, because I can't do that it, it impacts that experience for me personally to yeah, yeah I can you. see that for sure yeah because I like that concept so I yeah. much prefer to go out we don't do it a ton in Montreal unless I go to the same kind of places where it doesn't matter but yeah. I would like to explore places where I have that option yeah or sometimes just like to run yeah exactly I don't yeah. know it's something about that is just very cool so I think that's an, something that maybe people in Ontario don't realize mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's a a feature yeah a real benefit yeah, they have yeah, it really yeah, is and yeah. I think it's super dope because even just while we were setting up just before we started like I yeah. saw a whole bunch of people just coding six packs like four people in the line yeah. waiting yeah. To, and they to probably buy. had a flight you know yeah, like they, they probably they sat, sat here enjoyed a flight and then brought home a six pack like yeah. that's just how, how it works here because they find something they like and they want to take it home and, and, and is everything we packaged have, oh we always have yeah, we do a 50 yeah. 50 so we package 50% of our batches and cans and then 50% go to to keg so we either you know serve it here at a keg or we'll or have some bars bar and restaurants restaurant. yeah. right and, and yeah. all the cans are sold, sold from here yeah, yeah. we have some yeah. bars yeah. and restaurants that buy cans as well but yeah that's yeah, that's, that's yeah. Cool. and yeah. we sell some online too we yeah. um that's actually oh, another part so of our cool. business that like yeah. um i would like to sort of like promote more yeah. yeah we haven't really put a lot of effort into promoting it and uh and it's expensive right like to ship the beer is expensive so i mean it's and that cost is on the consumer so yes. i think that it's you have to really people are used to that yeah people are used to it's it. the cost of what i could pay 
if they're living in Ottawa, you're gonna pay fifty bucks of gas each way, or you're gonna pay fifteen dollars yeah, to get it. Uh, yeah, you know, it's true. Twelve beers, shit. Yeah, yeah. Is what it is. I just have to focus more on marketing. Yeah, we gotta just like, promote it more. Talk about marketing. Yeah. Like, I gotta use problem. more Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I can make that work. Like, I think you make it. You guys <laughs> yeah. would be good. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a really cool thing because once again, it's Ontario-centric. It's illegal in Quebec to do that, so they can't oh, okay. do it. So, like, if you want Bar Canada, the Hayes Guide to Gatineau, yeah, they have to do it just to they drive it down. Like you guys yeah. personally, they just get a van, they drive it down, yeah. goes in a couple hours because not many people do that type of stuff in yeah. Quebec. So, yeah. it does. It's something that's so cool. I got friends in Ottawa who always just order from different places around the that in Toronto or further that they can't get to. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm yeah. like man, I'd be probably happy because I'd be broke if. Yeah, I know. It's just like you're just drunk. You're like, oh yeah, I want to try that. Yeah, I need go, all this beer. I dropped seventy five dollars on an order. Impulse like, shopping. When yeah, you're drunk. right. When you're drunk <laughs> on beer. Well, now it's legal. People get high as well. Yeah, like, yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah, bro. All kinds of impulses. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just like that's, that's really cool though. I think that's a really fantastic tool. Yeah, um, and it's a tool that just opened it up for us. Like you mentioned yeah. in, in Quebec, it's not. Uh, it's not legal right now, but it just opened up in, in Ontario. Think, do they have it in like Manitoba, BC? Oh, I, don't, I, don't I don't know I don't all the provinces. So. Yeah, oh, it I just opened so. up for us. So before it was all like through the LCBO, but then yeah. they allowed the manufacturers now to to ship direct to customers. Right. Um, so sick. So it's cool. It's a new. It's fairly new at all. It's been about a year since we've been able to do it, and um, it's picking up. I love and it. I think it's a, a good way to expand your volume and yeah. still control it and know yeah. where your product's going. And, yeah. yeah, definitely a good one to, yeah. to push to, yeah. to yeah. folks outside of town because it's still brand recognition. And yeah. if enough yeah. people are doing it, talk, maybe they'll hit up like Bar Lupulus in Ottawa, for example, like the equivalent of Arabella or yeah, yeah. whatever. Okay. Yeah. People might be like, yo, like it's green and green. Like, can you get these guys in? And if not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I guess it's that the way I'm assuming that's how it would work. Yeah, I think so, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's very it's like, yeah, the just the word of mouth, the word of mouth, right? Yeah. yeah. The further you can reach, like, yeah, yeah. that's a benefit for sure. I love it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Can we do yeah. lightning round? Sure, lightning round it up. All right, first <laughs> question. Guilty pleasure beer. Be you'd be embarrassed to admit to a beer nerd or otherwise that you enjoy <laughs> oh my gosh I don't even know <laughs> you don't drink bad beer anymore uh, I, to be honest no not good if I had to good say beer. like one and it's not even that bad it's like steam whistle I, okay. I started drinking steam whistle as like one of my first craft beers and um, some people will, oh will call steam whistle not a craft beer anymore just because the volumes and everything uh, but it's just a damn good beer it's a good yeah. sharp pilsner that's like earthy and crisp and um, yeah it's I'm not embarrassed by it it's not a guilty pleasure that's the closest thing he doesn't drink it, that would be the closest it. thing I guess that, yeah. to a guilty pleasure For just me, because it's like one. some people don't think of it as a craft beer anymore right um, or I could still like Mill Street for instance um, they got bought out by one of the big boys and there's this big uproar on social media I'm just well that's the last Mill Street I'm having and for me it's like you know what like if you were the owner of Mill Street and you got offered whatever they got offered, yeah, that's um, probably gonna do it too. Are you telling me you wouldn't have done that? <laughs> take like, that in such a second. Like, well, those people were burnt out. The, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. I bet they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whatever color, like sellout or not, sell like out. you would have done it too. And yeah. it's easy. Um, and has Mill Street beer changed? Um, I think so. I, I think a couple. I'm not gonna say which ones, but I think a couple other staples. I have noticed a difference. It's kind um, of hard to keep it the same. Yeah, the and they, they haven't been coming out for a while. They weren't coming out with a lot of one-offs, but I see them going back to that route. 
Uh, but the, the the Mill Street, what is it? The West Coast IPA. Yes, that was actually really solid. That, that's a, a good it. beer. Um, you know, so I guess like I would just say those guilty pleasures, are, like the more that the the bigger the, the faux craft you could probably yeah, call it now you, the, you know, the was craft was yeah. craft and isn't considered so craft anymore yeah. um, just because of sheer volume the yeah. thing is, is that you don't really buy that stuff you just will drink it like when we go to a place that doesn't have yeah, like, if a I go to a craft yeah. selection yeah. Right? Yeah. like yeah. a show yeah. or whatever yeah. 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 Like, uh, yeah. yeah or even Creedmoor Springs the lager for instance like it still holds up I don't, well. I don't go out and buy cases of it by any means but if I go to a bar and that's the, the one crafty beer that's on tap uh, it's a good beer yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fine yeah. beer and it's 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 been around for years and it reminds me of of what Crafty it was, right? Yeah, where right. it started. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I like that. That's go on. I'll drink there a steagle on the beach. Oh, there you go. Radler? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know why Radler was like I said, that's a pretty solid beer. I like yeah. the, little, the little sexy, like kind of like the Kolsch glass with a little bend in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's just it's for me, it's like a summer summer drink, like pool by the pool, like by someone else's pool. I don't have a pool. Someone <laughs> by <laughs> someone else's pool or by on the beach. That was like a dry bag for invite me to you pool. Yeah. yeah. Right. We have a lot yeah. of friends with pools. There you so go. Invite me over, guys. Invite me over and make sure you have some Stegall Radler. I'll bring the green and grit, but yeah. you gotta have some steagle. <laughs> don't tell anybody. Don't, don't, don't tell, tell anybody. Is the NDA? Okay, lightning. That's Let's a good go. See, it's never lightning. Uh, opposite beer, you would decline under any circumstances. So oh. you go to a barbecue, you didn't have a nice little six pack of the uh, in the palms right there, and then they're like, "Hey, do you want this?" You're gonna be like, "Where's the water?" Oh, probably like something like a Bud Light or something. I probably wouldn't drink that. Yeah. 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 Any of those ones, Coors Light, Bud Light. Yeah. I just, I don't, I, I just, the, the ingredients that. that go into it and stuff, like yeah. I just, it's just, it's. Empty just, calories too. Yeah. Like I, if I'm going to put some calories in my body. Make, make yeah. it good ones. Yeah. I, I better oh, make it fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Good answers. Uh, what was your gateway beer? So I guess you said oh, Steam yeah. Whistle was yours. Yeah, I think it would be like Creamore Springs, Steam Whistle, and Cameron's Log, where those were kind of the first yeah. Yeah. first ones that I really enjoyed. And kind of Back when it was the that. old uh, twist top bottle cameras with the ugly ass yeah. branding. Yeah. 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 Love it. Big time. Yeah. For me, it hey, was um, Mill Street Organic, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I started uh, with Craft a little later than Joe because. Well, going to bars and things when I was young, like and drinking beer, it was disgusting. I wouldn't, okay, like, I just wouldn't drink it, right? And so I, I had that perception of beer when I was in my twenties that like beer's gross, like tastes like pee, <laughs> like I yeah. didn't like it. Yeah. And yeah. so when he started drinking craft, I was like, oh, like this is actually pretty good. So then I started drinking Mill Street Organic, and I really liked it. Yeah. So, yeah. I always liked Pilsners too, and she. Oh, and I don't like Pilsners. She still doesn't. I, really like the, like... I liked our dry hop pills because yeah. it's a little sweeter, but yeah. I, I was really sharp. Like like, like uh, biscuity, yeah, like cracker. I like the classic, like a, a nice like Czech or North German lager mm-hmm. or Pilsner that have like that bite to the finish. I don't like right? the bite. Uh, and yeah. she Better like bite. yeah, and sometimes they have a bit of that like skunky kind of thing going on too, right? It's a skunkiness. So she <laughs> she like always hated those beers. So that's another part. Even though I was drinking like good German or Czech Pilsners or like new craft lagers from Ontario. Yep. Not she, my thing. She didn't work? Yeah. No. So. That's fair. Yeah. That, that's completely fair. They are a bit of a, uh, a quiet taste. Uh, favorite beer style and least favorite? I like sours. That's my favorite. Sours right is the first? Yeah. Sours yeah. is my first. And least favorite? Um, I, don't, I don't love, like, I don't love stouts. No. I, I wouldn't choose to drink. Like, I, I'll drink a little bit if somebody offers me some, but I'm not going to ever order a stout. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Fair. So probably favorite would still going to be IPA. Yeah, any particular one or uh, just overall? I'm more leaning towards like the New England style right now. I just like that. Like I like the low bitterness and nice fruitiness of a New England. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So that right now, I'm just really loving that. And there's a lot of new hops out there, like El Dorado is a great one. Idaho Seven. I love that. It's like they, they have just these like yeah, nice fruitiness mm-hmm. to them, and but they still have a bit of that like danky resiny thing too. Uh, and least favorite certainly is like just an Auburn ale. <laughs> oh, well, I've oh, heard yeah. it described like that for a while. Like just ambers. And it's like ambers and like yawn. <laughs> so boring. Yeah, I guess that would. The be grain better. profile is kind of like this, like <laughs> Englishy. Make a beer called yeah. yawn. Yawn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, just like a boring like old man beer, but like a fire version. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. your uh, the bitter. Yeah, the bitter. Yeah, but, like it'll sell real slow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yawn. Yawn. I have a friend who loves like in Quebec. They love all the, like they love stouts, imperial stouts. They love um, saisons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not really into saisons at all. Stouts I like, but they're like they really a bunch of friends. It's almost like they're doing it on purpose. Like they make fun of me for the lactose. Like the team, yeah. no lactose guys, they're yeah. my friends. But they like I always say to them, "Their beer tastes you on like it's just old yeah. man yeah. stuff." Yeah, <laughs> like, Why? Like finally, I swear I had a good amber lately, and I couldn't believe it was so good. I've had a couple good brown ales. Leftfield's brown ale was yeah. exceptional. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Browns I like. There's one from uh, Quebec as well. Um, well, I swear I had an amber, and I was like, "Yo, this isn't terrible." Really? <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. Ambers are dead too. Like I'm thinking, like you know, the, What's the Rickers Auburn red kind of thing. Oh, oh like uh, that style. But uh, Rickers uh, is par- uh, fairly subdued on like the grain profile of a red ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the the red malts. I, some of them are more candy like, but a lot of them they just have this they, like cherry kind of note, and they're it doesn't know, even go with that. It's just thing, right? yeah. It's a style, that, and the bitterness is always very low on there, so the balance isn't there for me. So they're a little sweeter. The grain profile I don't really like, and they don't have any back end bitterness to balance it for me. Hmm. So, but That's there are fine. some red like a uh, Doc Purdue by Cowbell. I remember having that. They call it like a West Coast because yeah, really red. That one, yeah. yeah. Um, so it has that, that like like IPA like session IPA kind of hot profile and yeah, bitterness. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, mixed with that kind of. English red ale kind of thing. So that could, they oh. See, that would be a nice, interesting vibe to do something like that. For the yeah. One. For the yeah. I, I never thought of that. That's you're going to cool. see, see it. You'll be like, oh, great, great, great. <laughs> so proud. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I love it. Did you have a... Uh, a beer that no did you say the one you didn't like all oh, the stouts oh yeah well like yeah I guess I mean I, I, I'm pretty open to every kind of style yeah. but like and sometimes I'm surprised by a stout that I love so it's no, hard to say yeah. but yeah but I, I don't go towards stouts at all completely get yeah. it yeah uh, what is your favorite beer city destination or country where would you like either would you like to go or where do you like to go for beer hmm um I really want to go to Portland. No. Uh, Oregon or Maine? Oregon, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And um, Austin, we've heard, is really good. I was there. We went there last year. Yeah. It was, yeah, I didn't get to go around to brew. I went for other reasons, but, yeah. like, it was pretty solid. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, okay. It wasn't, like, mind-blowing, but Jesse King's there, so that's probably why. Oh, okay, yeah. So people have been talking about that. that. And, uh, and Denver is supposed to be Denver, really good. Denver, yeah. yeah. The GMBF is yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. that's one thing you go to, we need GMBF. Yeah? Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that in yeah. my entire really? life. It's like, it needs, like, four days. Like, we did one really? day. We're like, yeah, yeah. One day, we're like, it's fine. Not enough? Because they give you one-ounce pours. Like, actually, they have these, like, flute glasses with a little line at the very bottom. And they've got, like, pitchers. So they just pour it out of a pitcher. But there's, like... That, like no, you know, thousands, but probably a thousand breweries. I've never seen any like the biggest convention center you can pitch in, it just goes all the way to the wow. end. So, when you did one night, I was like, Yeah, like, no, it's not. no, you need no. all the but it's, it's just, yeah, I, like some of the stuff there, like Weld Works or the Haze and stuff, is exceptional. Okay. Colorado's killer, yeah. Fort Collins, that whole, yeah, we'd like range. to check that out. I think those sure. two locations for me for sure would be, yeah, big yeah. on the list. And like, we'd love to go to like Belgium, yeah, and, and we yeah, did, yeah, that's you know, like, the, like yeah, yeah, pilgrimage, the yeah, like. 
when I talk to Alex about certain styles too, my perception of what a Czech Pilsner is different than his, or like a North German Pilsner is different than him, mm. but he lived there. Like, yeah. But so like my perception is what we get in the LCBO because that's where I can get it. And they've been conditioned for the travel, right? So they've been right. filtered, they've been pasteurized. Yeah. So it's different from what he drinks there to what we drink. So I'd, I'd love to go to the source too. And like when it yeah. comes to like the Czech or North Germany, because I really love that style of Pilsner. Um, so I'd like to actually go there and, and drink it from the source. And then see what Alex is talking about because it's different than my perception, yeah. right? Yeah. So I haven't done that either. I've heard I had a, a new guy from Montreal who went recently. I was just avidly following all these social posts because I was it was fascinating. Yeah, just all the different like whatever like whether it's Pilsner or Cal or like a Paul and Erding or like all those when they're like macro size but it's technically craft yeah. and they're actually making really really good beers at that scale so it is possible to make yeah. fantastic beer that is reasonably priced with proper ingredients mm-hmm. it's uh, it sounds like I think it's like it'd be like an eye opening thing that would just sort of change your perspective even for you if you're not even into that stuff I yeah. feel like it'll probably still blow your mind yeah. and you maybe yeah. get an appreciation that you never would have because I think yeah. it's all about the um, like the where you are yeah like if oh, you're totally. like buying like a 100%. river in Germany and oh, then yeah. they give you the big ass tiny little sausage <laughs> oh, or something yeah. like, oh, like I could situational that. oh I would dig that oh yeah, yeah right that's like Joe it's situational totally situational, we were, we were yeah. in um in Italy, uh, maybe like whatever, 13 years, 15 years ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> but he never drinks wine. And when we were in Italy, that's all he drank. Right. Because it was. Because it was in Italy. Right. And, and it's like, it's all, it was all Italian wine, beautiful wine. And he was just like, he was loving it. Yeah. It's so funny. And he was sharing bottles with me. Like, that's never been a thing. Mm, that's so, cool. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Like, right, I would, right. I would love time. to go and try all those beers. Yeah. And, yeah like, There's a couple in, of side places we've been yeah. to, too. And you're sitting there and you're like overlooking oh, an orchard. And you're, yeah. It's the best cider you've ever had in your life when you're sitting there. Yeah, and, and then you, you bring it home. The tree. <laughs> yeah, you bring that. You bring that same product home, and you're sitting yeah. on your couch, <laughs> and you drink it, and you're like, not yeah, quite the same. Good. Like, yeah. I guess all this right. Is, this is <laughs> good, but. <laughs> This isn't it taste the same. This isn't 25 degrees stone oven pizza yeah. overlooking Lake Ontario good. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> There's a lot to be said for uh, for ambiance, right? It, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, this would probably be more for you, Joe. What's the first beer you ever brewed? Um, I brewed an IPA the first time. It was yeah. like kind of a West Coast-style IPA. Was it good? Yeah, I liked it. Um, it was a little too bitter, a little too, like, riny. Uh, so I went for more of those citrus kind of amarillo kind of flavors, um, and then the second one was a stout. Okay. And I love the stout. Yeah. I forgot to ask earlier: Is any of the original recipes that you guys were doing at homebrew? Did any of those make it? No. Yeah. Yeah. Korea, yeah. Or at least newer version, tweaked versions. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They did. Yeah. On yeah, our the, opening the, lineup. Yeah, a bunch of them. The pineapple we did a one called pineapple rye pale ale. Yes. Um, very literal. <laughs> <laughs> pineapple <laughs> and, and, rye. and rye malt in it. We um, were really creative. Yeah. <laughs> names back then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was part of our original lineup. So that was one of my in like the first handful of beers that I brewed at home and that was the one that I kind of repeated the most at home so I brewed a lot of different styles like we do here we're always trying something new but that one is one that I kind of like held on to and kind of tweaked and and made better so that was one that ended up in the original lineup that was part of my homebrew kind of yeah I love that and then uh, favorite and least favorite styles to brew we're going to get to non-brewing things in this. oh that's okay I like (laughs) it I'd say the least favorite is just like a, a blonde ale. Just because it's yawn. Yeah. yeah. 
And I guess that's just the style. Uh, there's certain blonde ales that I've had that kind of have more of that like earthy pilsner kind of thing going on yeah, that I really yeah. enjoy. But I guess at the end of the day, like just a, a pale, a simple pale ale or a simple blonde ale, just like Not unexciting. Yeah. And I guess it's unexciting for me to drink those too. Yeah, so probably so, translates. Uh, yeah. And the um, favorite? Favorite? I don't know. I think, I, st- I think stouts would be my favorite. I really love those it's dark, amazing. those dark notes that you get, and and I, for me, I can really pick up the individual notes in it. Like so, you got coffee, you have chocolate, you have nuttiness, caramel, and I, I, I feel like I have a really good palate that I can pick out a lot of those flavors. So, um, so I really like a, a nice. Um, I like a nice simple stout, but I, I really enjoy stouts that just have. Um, depth to them and have those extra little flavors like chocolate and um, all that type of like yeah and the stuff. lactose is really I really like playing with lactose and stouts as well I didn't even prompt that uh. <laughs> team lactose <laughs> team lactose <laughs> hey. we've had two we've had two we've had stouts two. with lactose yeah and they've been really popular we do uh, breakfast uh, breakfast oh, stout which is uh, with lactose oh, yes. and coffee yeah. I saw that actually the other day I was looking at our uh, our chat on Instagram and yeah. I think the first one I shared was a uh, it was a stat like a micro yeah. stat you guys yeah. did recent, recently-ish there, there was a double chocolate milk stout that was really it nice. was like drinking chocolate milk actually that was a stout that I can get down yeah. with yeah there you go because <laughs> yeah. of lactose it tastes like, yeah basically it's it sweet like it's creamy milk. it's delicious I can't lactose too yeah. really yeah, yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it um, worst beer you've ever made oh hmm Probably didn't make it anyway. I'm sure it's in the down the drain. No, we haven't ported. We've here. never like never on the big that. system. We've never. Nice. No. Um, That's really good. Yeah. Um, the worst beer. The I worst didn't beer. like the fallback. Yeah, that for me that favorite. was maybe the the one no. of the ones that I was not. I don't think it was excited the, about. We were we used pear and. Um, Pear. Yeah, That's pear and and cacao actually. So it's similar to the spring fever that you had. It's the yes. same recipe, but that we tried it well. with pear and cacao. Yeah, okay. and so we thought pear and chocolate was like a really nice match. Um, but the pear doesn't come through that much. Like it's yeah. just too much of a subtle flavor. Yeah, yeah like blueberries so, or whatever. We kind of yeah. we we hopped that one a little more uh, yeah, too, like and too I felt like it came out yeah. too much like an IPA for me too. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. my favorite. It, people liked it, but it wasn't my, yeah. my favorite. Yeah, we did a seasonal. So it started with our winter white stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, so white stout is where you omit all the dark grains, but then you try to introduce those flavors back into the beer that you'd get from dark grains. Right. Uh, so we use uh, cacao nibs in it. Uh, we used coffee in the, the first one we did, um, and then we used candy cane in it too. Nice. Um, really so different. that's where that, that whole series started. And we thought, well, this is really, people love the, the winter white stout. So we did the spring version, which is spring fever. We did a summer one with raspberry cacao, and then our fall version was pear. Yeah. Uh, so using like a seasonal ingredient with the cacao and then heavy oats. Right. Um, yeah, for me, I guess that was probably my least favorite. Uh, yeah, I don't think it works. It's the one that I, yeah, I didn't many cancels yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good I mean it was interesting it, it was very unique and the, the, that series you can't even put that beer into any kind of a, a category, a category. Yeah. it's really different right. it's an oat ale but it's like an oat ale with cacao nibs and fruit and it's like a little yeah. Yeah, it's like, sort of thing as well yeah yeah yeah. so I wasn't sure when 
when I had it, I was like, oat ale. I didn't really know how to process that. Yeah. Like, where, like what to expect. Because you kind of like put it in a box. I know it's like you shouldn't have to, oh, but right. at least when you're going into it, I'm like, oh, well, this is this is this or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it was a bit of a mix, I guess. Because yeah. yeah. it had that, like I said, the, the cacao in it, but the, the fruity hibiscus. tartness of the hibiscus that looked like a fruit, like a sour or something. Yeah. So it's kind of like threw you off. Like, it was like, what even is this? It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often, right? I guess it's kind no. of, most things are made to adhere to some sort of yeah. standards, BJCP yeah. type of thing. Yeah, we're not really into that. But I mean, like, you know, I, I mean, like, that's just us. We just like to do really creative things. So, yeah. like, we definitely have IPAs and sours and, like, all the things, like, you know. But then we like to make something like that, which is, like, totally unique. And it's, like, nothing Fun. you've ever tried. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. But it still works. But right? still but works. Still very, yeah, very it's balanced. So. Like, yeah. we're talking about balance a lot. Like, yeah. that's something that's really important to us in our beer. Yeah, yeah. It's just to get a really nice balance of flavors so you're not, like... You know, it's easy to drink and you're not overwhelmed. Yeah. And yeah, we want our beers again to be approachable, even though there might be some like, like, crazy. like some interesting things going on. But it's not going to be something that you're like, oh, like, like I would never drink that? this. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. So Maybe not drinkable, in volume, but yeah, and, yeah, and approachable. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, the last specific brew run was what music do you listen to when you brew? Or lack oh. oh, all kinds. Oh, we sometimes we listen to German rap because <laughs> right. Alex is Alex, uh, it's Alex's German influence. Yeah. He's German, yeah, he's from Germany. So we listen to it. Sounds like Eminem, but like German. Okay. I've heard, I've heard <laughs> some. I really it's, like it. it actually. Work, yeah. yeah, we listened to that a lot when we were building the brewery. Yeah. Um, and then we listen to like um, sort of ambient music. Do you like classic rock? Yeah, when I grew though, I don't know. I've been going through this like phase of like late 90s, early 2000s hip hop. Yep. Um, yeah. So I a lot of that too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He likes hip hop. Whenever I Good. go in his car, he's yeah. like listening to hip hop. But yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> weird because I can listen to like classic rock or throw on like a Beatles album, but then right. the next day I'll be listening to like, you know, Exhibit. Right. You know, I was just like, what, <laughs> what happened there? I don't like, know what happened there. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's key. I think you have to be everything. I would top five MCs. Both have that top five MCs of all time, or is that too complicated? That's too deep. Too complicated. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> yeah. I like you said exhibit because no one, everyone, no one like we were listening to him in like '98. Like yeah. for, I don't even. No, '96 was at the speed of life. So like, yeah. dude's been around forever. But I was like, oh, it's a pimp my ride. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like like he came up from the alcoholics. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. Like, that it was like people don't know that still even after like yeah. you still be on MTV and everyone knows this dude or yeah. from Empire now or whatever but yeah I'm not I'm not into like into rap so it's funny no. that he like that he even yeah, yeah that's weird, I, I like I don't know if you know Bright Eyes or Connor Oberst. I do actually. Or like Jenny Lewis. I hated that when I first heard it. Like yeah. Bright Eyes. He, he I was like, you guys can't sing. And then I was like, yeah. it took, I, you have to like take yourself you have to out to the lyrics of that. And, yeah. and it was like, it's like a vibe type of thing. Yeah. And like that lack of technical singing ability yeah. is the attraction. Yeah. I can't say yeah. his voice. I can't. No. I can't he do sounds it. like yeah. a, do it all the time, a baby but. lamb sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, baby lamb is exactly really what he sounds like. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so it's weird. Like, yeah, yeah. One, one day I'm listening to <laughs> that, dying, the next day yeah. I'm listening to Exhibit, the next day I'm listening to like classic CCR. rock. CCR. Right. Yeah, yeah. So all different. All so it balances. Spotify is yeah. very confused. Right? Yeah. Spotify has yeah, no idea what to serve no. you. Yeah. Yeah. So here's everything. Yeah. When um, I do a stone, it's always Mariah Carey. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Classic Mariah Carey. I hope you're not joking. Dream lover. That's the joint. I, I can sing I that for you. Yeah. That was my like. That was my childhood. That's the joint. Oh, yeah, that's right. oh, oh yeah. yeah. We've been banging that a lot lately. I feel like you put on like the Always Be My Baby video oh. the other day, and I was like, Oh, yeah, she was classic. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. And so honey, the honey one as well with the lots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot how sick Mariah was. Like she killed it for like basically that like late '90s, early 2000s like Arab post ballad. Yeah, she's 
where she started just messing with rappers and stuff. More like, pop and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little, little yeah. kind of poppier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. yeah. Okay. Respect, respect. <laughs> um, that's just, now, back to everybody. What's your favorite hop? Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. There's so many varieties coming out now that's like changing hard, right? it. Um, yeah. I feel like if I had to pick one, and this is like IPA for sure, is like. Other than a few single hop Citra IPAs, I find if, if you have if you balance Citra with like Mosaic or Simcoe or something, I, th- I feel like Citra is such a beautiful fruity hop mm-hmm. uh, that it needs to be balanced with a kind of dankier hop on the back end. Right. So it has all that upfront fruitiness. And then if you balance that with a nice kind of kind of resiny hop on the back end like Simcoe or Mosaic yeah. Yeah, that's just a beautiful combination for me nice. so I think Citra if you omit Citra from that equation um, you just don't get as much pop from right. a fruit standpoint I think the hops definitely so play off of each other too so Big it's time. almost like comp- like which hop combinations you know what I mean like there's so many different yeah like there's yeah. so many different ways to combine them and to make different flavors which is like True. really the fun part right so do y'all have like a favorite combination then we use with, in our in the palms. We use mosaic and centennial, and centennial, which is like really nice. nice yeah, combo. mosaic yeah. is always. I would say a year ago, I would have said mosaic. Right. Yeah. Um, but now, like Idaho Seven and, and um, El Dorado, like the, these these hops are, they're hops that have so much balance to them because they they have citrus notes, they have stone fruit notes, they have that resiny note on the back yeah. end. Um, so. I'd say mosaic would have been a year ago just because it has all those things and it just it's one of those utility hops that you could do a single hop beer with it and you're still going to get a lot of in-depth flavors from it yeah. um, but I would, I would have to say citra with the balance of other hops it's just, it's so gorgeous the aromas of dry hopping yeah, like, with citra yeah, it's just yeah. such a beautiful hop yeah, I love it. Do you have one of those? Separate one? Or <laughs> I don't know. I like them all. <laughs> Every one of them. No, I don't know. I, I do like mosaic a lot. Yeah. yeah, I like hops that have a tropical vibe too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tropical yeah. stouts. Uh, Willamette. Oh yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't use Willamette. Yeah. Um, but Willamette is it's got this kind of like spicy back end to it. It's a little floral. It's spicy. It's earthy. Uh, but I find in a stout, I think it just like really it enhances nice. it. It gives it this kind of like subtle spiciness that I really like. This one doesn't get brought up uh, very often. Yeah. I haven't even heard that name for a bit. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess you guys are very uh, applicable for this. What does your family think of your job? I guess these, you know. I think it's pretty cool. Parents and so on and so forth. Yeah. They yeah. I think our parents, like, so um, Joe, Joe's parents aren't around anymore, unfortunately, but um, my parents have been with us, like, building, helping us with the kids yeah, and, like, yeah. building, like, supporting us, basically, like, you know, while we were building the brewery. And I think they were a bit skeptical at first because they saw how much work we were putting in and, and they saw how much of a risk it was, yeah, right? Like, yeah, nervous yeah they were a bit nervous for us, I think. And, and, you know, I think we've shown them now and they're so proud. Yeah, like now when they come in here, they're just like, they're beaming with pride. And so it's, it's so cool. It was so cool to see them on our opening day, on our, like the opening weekend. And they... I think they didn't know that what it was going to be, you know? They, they, were just, they didn't really understand. They didn't like, see our yeah. vision necessarily, you know? They just saw that we were spending all this money and that we were <laughs> yeah. never with our kids for, like, eight months. And, yeah. and then they're just like, what are you guys doing? Uh, and they're scared that, you know, we're going to be just, like, sucked into the business and not spend enough time with the family and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I, I can see that playing out and they were there was some fear there. Yeah. But now that they see it and what we've created they're just so they proud of us yeah, yeah for sure yeah. it's really cool are they converted yeah. beer drinkers now? oh yeah my mom my mom sends me photos of her drinking the very good 
because she loves beer. Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite beer that we made too. But yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, I love that. And your dad is in the bottom. Oh, my dad's huge into. He actually has a kegerator in his basement. He's like he. He pours in the palms. Is that gay? Do you need another one? Yeah, bro. Drop over. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. That is pretty convenient, right? They put in the hard work. Now he's just crushing his man cave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last question. Where do you know the answer? Favorite ad joke. Favorite lactose. <laughs> 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 Obviously. Oh, so you, have to <laughs> you, you can you can select the second one. I don't know. Lactose second. is certainly a big one. It's it's started with stouts, now IPA sours. It just brings that sweet creaminess to a beer, right? Yeah. Um, it's glorious. It is glorious. What kind of do? I don't even. If I just. I mean, I'm really enjoying. We are enjoying playing with a lot of fruits nowadays. Um, yes. Whether it's an IPA or a sour or anything, it's um, it, it creates a lot of the same thing that lactose does too. It's like that sweetness because there's residual sugars uh, that uh, beer yeast can't ferment out from fruit, so you you leave that sweetness in it. And a lot of the purees that we use too, they're fairly heavy too, so they do bring some body into the beer as well. Sick. Yeah. yeah. I like lactose. Lactose. Yeah, I love lactose. Like the, like we have that very good sour. We have lactose in it. There's oh, it lactose, oh, lactose, raspberry, and black currant. It yeah. is nice. It's uh, like off the amazing. hook. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. your mom's team lactose. Then. My mom's team lactose. <laughs> team lactose. Yeah. Look at the whole family. Jane, Jane's team lactose. Just a chain. <laughs> yeah. Much respect. I love it. This is I like saving money. So dextrose is my dextrose. Imagine saving money. Dextrose doesn't get enough love. That's a really good point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, screw Dexter. It's about That's what we're about. Um, I think we pretty much covered it, guys. That was fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Is there anything else we need to get into? Or are you guys feel satisfied with that across? Good. I think we're good. Yeah. I mean, I don't, we didn't maybe talk about marketing enough in social media. I think we could have probably we could have a gone a whole other podcast about that. Maybe we should. Yeah, Just the marketing. That's not a good yeah. idea. Like, yeah. just on that. Yeah, we could. I would that, be down. Okay. Yeah, talk I love about talking that. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People love it. So, like, yeah, check out, uh, where can everyone find you guys online? Yeah, so we're at Grain and Grit. We're, so, we're at Grain and Grit Beer. That's our um, Instagram handle. And then you can find us at our website, grainandgritbeer.com. Are you guys on Facebook and Twitter and everything? Uh, not Twitter. I just don't have time to do all things. Respect. So, yeah, so we're on, we're on Facebook. So, cool. it's. Uh, Grain, grain and grit, grit beer. beer. Yep. Perfect consistency is key. Yeah, we actually we do have a Twitter account, but we're not active, so I'm not going to give you the handle. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You can use uh, something like the IFTTT, like if this, then that, yeah, 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 and then yeah. sync it, natively sync it. I know you can do. It's all like that. the lazy version of. Uh, I use that for my personal stuff. So do you? I don't have to do it. Yeah. I've just never been into Twitter. Like I've just, I, I find it, it's overwhelming. A lot of people say that, and I think it's just the interface. Yeah. Like when you not when you don't sort of see how it can benefit you. Yeah. If you craft like a feed that like when I like if I'm lying of who you're following. Yeah. Like I like immediately if I'm like just sitting here, like my go to would be Twitter every single time. Really? Is like, that right? Instagram is like it's cool, but I'm looking at Twitter because it's like funny stuff. Yeah. There's like the news or something happens, someone dies or like you someone really dies on the straight yeah. to Twitter. Yeah. Because I know that the people that I've crafted between whatever the hip hop stuff I like and then beer and whatever, yeah. it, it'll whatever I care about if something happens in those worlds is going to be in that feed yeah. and I'm going to get the, the hot takes on it like people are going to say their opinions on it Yeah. like you know even the stuff with the Dogfish Head and um, Sam Adams merged and boom straight away people you know, there talk about it, it. Yeah. all the articles I need it's, it's like and then 
just the way you can, yeah, it's, I, I get, we get that a lot from, particularly from clients, it's always a pushback yeah. on Twitter. It's the only one that they don't care about. Yeah. And that's and me and I'm into marketing and I understand. So I, yeah, I need to be convinced, I guess, like you should give me a case like here for Twitter. <laughs> Honestly, more than happy to. But I think you it's can like, go into that in our marketing. When I, when like, I, that would be kind of cool actually podcast. to sell you guys on Twitter <laughs> for that. That's fantastic. I love it. Um, so guys, please, what's the address in uh, Hamilton here? 11 Ewan Road. Ewan Road. Yeah, in Hamilton. In, is it like a certain area in Hamilton or is it just the uh, overall? Well, like, it's a, the West End. Tell, west, west End of Hamilton. Yeah, we're West That's of, what I thought. I thought it was like a part of the West yeah. of the main downtown area. Yes. It's called yeah. Ainsley Wood, our neighborhood, but I don't okay. think that's very widely known. But we're, we're close to Westdale, close, which is a little more. Close known. to Westdale. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. West Ale? Westdale. Damn, with those yeah. Ales. Like, that's really yeah. convenient. Westdale, yeah. Westdale, that's beautiful. Guys, thank you so much for having us. Such a pleasure. Thank you. It was so fun. You guys are awesome. These are fantastic. So, guys, please come down, check it out, bring your dog, bring your child. It's all good. You're all welcome. Um, and always going to get lactose. Is that fact? Yeah, always gonna get pretty lactose much, here? yeah. Pretty much yeah. always lactose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know what else to say. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. If you enjoyed the episode, mate, boom, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell so you know when the new stuff drops. Follow us on social media at BOS Podcast. Consistency in the handles across everything. Um, and uh, check out the long form audio. Um, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Um, that is it, guys. Thank you for that. And we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs>